Welcome back to another episode of Hashing Out with Javi. This is number 19, and I'm super duper excited about this one. I got some good friends of mine I've known for, man, well over 20, probably five plus years, maybe. I don't know. Long time. Uh, I got my boy Robert Gutierrez, who's been here before. He's been on the podcast. What's up, Robert? What's up? I got his little brother, Alex, who was my good homie growing up. What's up, Alex? Not quite so little, but <laughs> <laughs> we got a bunch of carne on the mic, and yeah. I and I got the homie Mario. And also, we also know him as Tankier, the What's big going tank. On? What's up, Tank? What's going on, man? Oh, you know, just same old stuff, man. Just excited to be here with you guys. Um, I think people don't know because we don't have video right now. We're working on the video piece, but I got a lot of carne in this room. There's a lot of big dudes up in here. There's over a thousand pounds in here, easily, of carne. and that's not including me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, we forgot we forgot someone who's here also that is awesome, right? We got yeah. Robert's son, Maximo, here. Say what's up, Max? Oh, uh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> He's another big ass dude. Yeah, 13 <laughs> years old, six foot, 220. Wait, you're only 13, bro? You're lying. Seventh no. grader. I've been talking like he's like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I mean, I thought you were like way no, older. No, it's all right. Than... He's, he's all right. My apologies, man. I you can not... punch him in the stomach <clears throat> too if you want. Oh, no, he's, <laughs> he's really 13? Yeah, he's 13. Holy crap, man. We got to take a picture of this kid and, and just so people know how big he is. I, I seriously thought you were like my son's age. <laughs> and my son's going to be 18. No way. Yeah, he's a big dog. I'm sorry, Mijo. My bad. No, I feel bad, Robert. My no, I don't apologies. feel bad. Been over here talking grown business. It's all right. He's he's uh, been exposed to a lot of stuff. Already. That's cool, man. So yeah, so I, I'm glad I'm glad to have you guys here. You guys have been friends of mine for a long time. I mean, we've known each other for a long time. We come from the same area in Santa Barbara, um, and so you guys all have a background in a couple of things. One of them is really lifting, right? Yeah. But also bouncing. You guys have been bouncers together, right? Yes. Yep. Yep. So lots so. of years, <laughs> different locations. <clears throat> Probably lots of stories, right? Oh I'm my assuming. god! So, tell me about bounce because bouncing to me is always weird. Because my experience with bouncing was bouncers growing up always let me in the club when I was like sixteen. So I think of people like Kenji. Remember Kenji? We go yeah. with Kenji, right? So Kenji used to get me into the back. He used to slide me in the back door of clubs I shouldn't have been in. You know what I mean? When I was young. So, tell me your experience about bouncing. I think I think we all did that. Because I, I, I started doing that as well um, first, and then Alex started doing it. And yeah, like, s- since Javi started saying names. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Don't worry, Kenji. You got <clears> your <throat> back like well, a whatever. That was like That was like 25 years ago. Can- and by the way, Kenji, man, what, what, a, what, a, what an amazing dude. You know what I mean? Like, that's a stand-up guy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, he was... Uh, Great guy. He was Asian, right? I don't know what kind of... I, I just, Japanese. Japanese. He was Japanese. Japanese right? yeah. Okay, so yeah. Kenji was Japanese. Uh, but he grew up in Santa Barbara with super us. strong, super huge. The, you know something about that guy. Speaking of working out, uh, Santa Barbara uh, was a gym and fitness. Yep. Uh, yep. So Santa that Barbara was like gym the club fitness. where we all worked out at. Like if you wanted to work out, you didn't go to Golds and all the fucking sissy shit. You went there back in the day, right? Yep. Uh, and when I was young, I used to work out there. I used to train really heavy. And, and Kenji, that's where I really got to know Kenji better, more than just from school and hanging out and partying, right? Like, but I would watch Kenji, man. He would sit on the treadmill. And he was a big dude. He walked on to USC at one point, right? Yeah, he yeah. walked on yeah. his running back. So he was a big, big guy, man. He I mean he he had a barrel chest, right? He would crank the freaking uh, treadmill up to like ten. <laughs> no, it was like twelve. He was twelve. It was yeah. twelve. So and, and sprint, bro, for like an hour. And I'm talking like a full blown and as a big guy. And I remember being young, going, and I was probably bench pressing like three fifteen at the time, thinking I was badass. I'm like, he made me literally feel like a bitch, but. Watching him do that, I was like, I can never do that. Yeah. <laughs> Running like, I, I suck. I got two left feet, bro. I could never run like that. But he was huge, strong, and could run, dude. 
he could run. <clears throat> he's a big guy, man. He can move really good for for very a physically fit. fit. Yeah, yeah physically very fit. fit yeah. yeah, yeah. He 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 was an animal, man. And back in the back then, they used to call me Termite. So you guys know Waldo Nuno? Yeah. We'll throw some other names out here. And I'm, gonna tag, <laughs> I'm gonna tag them all. So I, I, I was a I was a youngster back Shout then. Shout out so to Waldo and Mike. Yeah, the Nuno Waldo, brothers. Mike, and the Nuno brothers, and, and uh, you know, so when I was young, I used to train there. Like I had my friends that were my age, like Jacob and Manny and those guys, right? And we would train there. But the older friends that I had from my brother's side, like from my brother's friends and stuff like that, that I grew up with, they would always take me under the wing, you know? And Waldo was one of the guys there. So Waldo, Kenji, those guys. And Waldo and Kenji, they would call me Termite. And I was like, why do you guys call me Termite? Because like, for you're little, but you're strong. For you be, you, you're strong. And I was like, damn, bro. They're pumping you up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, they were dope. No, but they, the good guys, man. They, they, I would consider those like... Role models I looked up to, you know what I mean? Yeah. In that space. So so back to bouncing, though. So you guys, how many clubs have you guys bounced at? Because you guys have bounced together at multiple clubs, So Mario and I started bouncing. H2O. Yeah, H2O. So H2O? That's the club that Kenji used to let me into. Yeah, Kenji worked with us. So Kenji worked with us for a little bit. He worked there right before we took over. We started working there afterwards. There was a crew that worked there before, and they all they had like a falling out with the manager, and they all quit at the same time. So then they brought us in, and then that's how it is. But uh, that was like a long time ago. A long. Oh yeah, long because H two O's been around for a long time. I have a story about that too. Yes, gnarly stories. Yes, yeah. I was there. The gnarly story. Were you there that night? Were you yes. bouncing that night? Yes, I was there that night. How did I not know that? I was there. <clears throat> uh, it was a lot of gnarly stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that place. Well, that one was gnarly, and it it it, it had me and I won't say names because yes. there's other people involved, but the stabbing and the yes. bottle breaking. So, and that, so should we talk yeah. about that? Because that's a gnarly story. Um, yeah. yeah, we can. Yeah, touch on that. That's yeah, a and there's story. some gnarly. I mean, I I, I think won't of, use I, names. I think about all like the the crazy situations that I've been in with Tank yeah. here. The night that I met him. Right. Oh, that's a crazy. So that's way before all this. That bouncing was before shit. the bouncing shit. I, way, didn't, I didn't know Tank. Yeah. I didn't know <clears throat> Tank. Um, but there, there was a party that you threw, <laughs> and uh, I was, I was, I don't know how. I don't drink. I don't like to drink, and I don't, and I've never been a drinker. But I, I don't know how I became the tap master. So I had the tap because it was my party. I needed a big guy at the keg. So I was at the, I was at the keg. I was the keg master, the tap master, whatever. And then uh, the crow. Comes up. I won't use his real name. I'll use his alias. Well, he's the crow. The crow. The crow comes the up homie and says, crow. Yeah. "The crow. The crow is I hooked me up, Robert." And there was a line, so I said, "All right." So I filled up his beer before everybody else's, and then so then one uh, this big old tall dude comes over. I don't, I don't know who he was, but he just started talking shit. shit. To, yeah, shit he just to started talking shit for no reason. Well, yeah. he, he was a big ass West Sider. He was a big guy. Yeah, he was and tall. So man. he yeah. he went up and <clears throat> him and his friend they they were like talking shit to the crow, and before I knew it. He, the the crow was fucking them up. He didn't know that crow was an animal though. Yeah. So you have a big dude talking shit to a little dude, not knowing that a little dude is one of the sav- most savage yeah, men out he, there. I mean, well, I'm, I'm so he wasn't so little. He was just he well, was he was cut. compact. Yeah, he, he was. But what, I, what I'm saying is, he was like boxer fit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, he crow was fit. But but the big dude was like, I'll just manhandle this little fucking piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. But he did. What I'm saying is, he didn't know who he was fucking with. Yeah. Because no, he, crow is one of the best fighters I've ever seen in my life. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? That guy. I, mean, I was so glad that guy was my friend. Yeah. <laughs> he was. He's, he's scary. He's a scary guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was connecting, dude. Yeah. He just every well, shot. He so so you guys know what happened. So yeah. so he connected. So I was I watched it happen, and I was like, damn. Here goes this party, you know? So I saw I saw Crow hit him with like a good two or three quick shots. Boom, boom, boom. And when the guy when the guy was falling down, 
Crow need him. Yeah, he, oh, need, he need him in the he side need of the him face. And, and, funny, he need him in the face and his fucking eye fell out of his head. Yeah. yeah. So what people don't realize is crazy is that that guy was a stepfather of somebody that I got in trouble for beating the shit out of when I was in junior high. Damn. I actually, I got suspended for beating it, but it's, it's a whole long story with my friend Jacob and I, I won't say other names, but I, I <laughs> you I mean, say a lot of names, I, well, 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 names. Well, but, but I can say Jacob's name because he, it, was, it wasn't the guy who got beat up, the right, guy who got beat right. up, that poor guy, everyone knows who he is, but, but long story short is when I seen Crow just demolish this guy and his eye fell out of his head, I'm like, what the fuck? And what happened is that guy was from the west side of town. We grew up and we knew everybody. I knew I knew everybody from both sides of town. That's yeah. people don't understand that I right. knew. We did I too. knew everybody. We, we, yeah, that was like the thing is like we didn't really <clears throat> fall into that. Yeah, like we could, we could walk around anywhere and exactly. Like we were friends with we everybody. Said hi to everybody. It, it was my party. I invited all these people, right? And then it turned into a gang party, which was like East Side versus West Side. Naturally, it was it was organic that like, hey, we know these people, they know them, and that's how the, the fight sparked off. What I remember is, uh, I think it was right after a Friday game. Yeah, yep, it, yep. Was. And it was. And back back in the day, all the <clears throat> football players hung out together. Yep, they, they would all go to parties together. All the linemen in one truck, yeah. all the receivers over here, <laughs> and all, they were all you know. And I remember uh, Lonnie. Lonnie. Uh, Lonnie was with me, and when this fight broke out, um, you know we were fucking messed up, you know. <laughs> yeah. So we we're watching this thing happen, and not to see that guy just hold his. But I don't know his. His, his iPhone was I was I was standing right there. I was like, "What the, did I just witness?" Yeah, that that yeah. that knee knocked his eye. And you know what's crazy about that is that he, I think he had like no eye, and like he had a fake eye after that, like like a false eye. I'm pretty sure after that for a long time. And uh, it's crazy because a lot of people, because I was young. By the way, these guys were all probably like 18 years old already. I, I was. You they, were at least 18. They weren't. I was. 14 or 15? No, because no, no. I was like 16. No, so you, you I were, was 15. You were seniors. You guys were seniors. <clears throat> no, you guys were seniors. So you were like 17, 18? 17, 18. Yeah, I was throwing parties. I was 17 then. I was throwing gnarly parties at the age of like 14, 15. And my homie Eugene, fucking love Eugene. I'll, I'll tag him on this podcast. It was his house. Yeah. And what was crazy about that is Eugene grew up and he was part of the West Side Gang. <laughs> and the people that were... Fighting at the party was West Side East Side, so like there was a bunch of drama, man. Even yeah. after even after that fight happened, it was crazy. Uh, then the people were like contacting from the West Side, contacting Eugene, like saying, "Why you have East Side is there?" And the people on the East Side were like, "Javi, why do you have West Side is there?" I was like, "Dude, I throw a party for everybody." You know what I mean? Like yeah. everyone came and had a it, good time. It, it sucked because it was it was actually a really good party. We were having a good time. Um, every, everybody was having a good. It time. It was huge. How many people were there? There was, there was a lot of people. There was hundreds, hundreds of people hundreds there. Of people there. I used, just, throw, I used to throw the best fucking parties. It, it was bro. Uh, it was it was an arty party. <clears throat> and then uh, so uh, when the when the fight broke out, um, I gathered my guys, which would be Alex and my cousin. And then there had been a rash of stories in the newspaper. And it all started with former Santa Barbara High School football player. <laughs> and so I was like, I looked around and I see all these Letterman's jackets. And I was like, God damn it. So I grabbed uh, Tank and he was the closest one. I said, get in the fucking car right now. And at the time I had a 1969 Mustang. And, and it, I was looking I was looking for fat ass Lonnie. <laughs> <laughs> we, we always went to parties together. Yeah, yeah. We always were always Lonnie's parties together. Guy, but man. it was pandemonium. It was like, yeah. you know, people were getting. The whole, I mean, it spilled out into <clears throat> the street and yeah. it just like. People fighting everywhere. Oh, everyone was fighting. People were getting stabbed. By the mm. way, Lonnie's no longer <clears throat> fat. 
Yeah, he's like super ripped. Yeah, he's a marine. Yeah. Yeah, he's a marine. How, how is he doing, man? I haven't he's, seen him in years. Oh, dude, he's slimmed down. He looks yeah. good. Yeah, I, I, I saw, saw I, on Facebook. He had my Facebook years ago, but I haven't seen him since then. I saw him like good, th- like three years ago at the gym. Yeah. I didn't recognize him. He came up to me. He's like, "What's up, man?" I'm like, "He's in town." Took, no, he had he was here visiting oh. or something. Um, and it took me. I had a look at him. And I was like, and then finally I'm like, "Oh shit, Lonnie, what the fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. dude, he was he's he was a good dude, man. Yeah, I saw him on on Facebook when he added me. I was like, holy, or added him or whatever. We found each other on Facebook, whatever. But he was fucking looked super skinny. I was like, that's and not the line. And, and he's skinny and he's still, <clears throat> he's still super strong. strong. I remember him being um, the nose guard, man. Yeah. Just and and he was, he, he, was, was, uh, he was a walking muscle. Yeah. yeah. He was, yeah. he was one of the few, I think at the time, there's only one other person that's bench pressed 315 at their freshman year in high school. I yeah. He was huge. School. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. He was huge. And um, I can't think of I think maybe Josh Bryant was the only other one. Uh, Flea. Oh, Flea. Oh, Flea. Did he do 315? No, he didn't do 315. It wasn't until until later on. Sophomore year. Yeah. 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 (laughs) We know what happened sophomore year. Yeah. Yeah, So, but but I think I think Lonnie and and Josh Bryant. They're yeah. the only ones that their freshman year. Lonnie was strong, dude. He was an animal, man. And he was. He slimmed down and joined the Marines and just slimmed down. You know, it, it Mario sounds sexy on the mic. Just want to say that. Oh, yeah, right? it does. I don't know what it is, bro, but this guy's, yeah, got, so a, he's got a radio tiro voice. He's, <laughs> he's like the Mexican Barry White. <laughs> hey, but Lonnie, <laughs> Mexican Barry White. But Lon, Lon, hey, Lonnie was a, a legit dude. I remember, um, like football, like when he would get down in a stance and you'd be like, oh, no one wants to fuck with that. Dude. Like, yeah, you don't was, want to be the center blocking that guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 He, was, he was, he was, he was a big so, dude. So, so that night, um, <clears throat> it was, it was a funny thing was that, you know, I grabbed Mario. I said, get in the car. Cause he had his, you know, and he was like, wait, I'm looking for light. I'm like, get in the fucking car. The cops are coming. And you know, you have your letterman jacket on with your name on it, you know, and that's all we needed for them to, to be writing those stories, you know, about Santa Barbara high school football players being involved in gang fights and stuff. So I backed out of the spot that I was in and I punched. And so I had a 1969 Mustang and I was in the process of renovating it. (laughs) So so when I punched it, one of the motor mounts broke and the engine jumped. Jumped. And then the, the, the fan broke the fan guard and then tore through the radiator hose. So as I'm hauling ass getting out of there, the fucking radiator hose explodes and there's smoke everywhere. So I pulled over I pulled over and I went to the trunk. I got my toolbox, opened the, you know, opened the hood, you know, assessed the situation, went back, cut the radiator hose, reconnected, reconnected it, it <laughs> reconnected it, and then fucking fuck kept going. Mexican MacGyver? <laughs> no, oh, that, that was, we were, that's we were on shit. the run. But that was the beautiful thing of an, an old car was I had, had my toolbox and duct tape and bailing wire <laughs> in the back. And it was good. So you, so you MacGyvered it. it and you got this full out of it. Yeah, yeah. And you no, didn't even know each I other. I didn't know. I didn't know. I just knew him because of the jacket. Because of me. Uh, yeah, because well, I everyone, briefly. Everyone had SP. So that that was the thing too back. Letterman jackets. Yeah, right? Letterman jackets. They don't even have those anymore. Like, people don't wear them anymore. Like, not Some people, people do. Some people do, do. Yeah, I've seen them around. But back then that was But back then that was a big thing. You yeah. know, you want to you know get your Letterman jacket with your It was like the grease days, man. We were still living the grease days. With your nickname on it. Hey, Mija, you want to wear my Letterman jacket? Like, you know, like. That's the way it was. That's the way it was. So. But, but yeah, so I, it, times. it was, uh, you know, and then after that, you know, every time I would see, you know, like, oh, what's up? Because we had that, that shared experience, you know what I mean? Like, and then after that, I was like, we became friends. Then we reconnected working as bouncers. And then that's when we started working at H2O. 
and then his brother is Waldo as well. I don't know if we should throw his oh, name. Should yeah. we throw his name out there? Yeah. Hey, Taz yeah. Waldo, hey, old school homie from the east side. Yeah. Good yeah. dude, man. So when you talk to him, tell him how he says what's up. He, he added me on Facebook recently, like a few, I don't know, like a year ago or whatever. But I was like, damn, I was Waldo. I was like, I haven't seen this fool forever, man. Yeah. He's doing good. He's doing, He's doing good? good. Yeah. Good, man. I'm glad to hear that. He, good I'll, dude. Good dude for sure, man. Good dude. So Oswaldo, we, we showed up to work <clears> and Oswaldo goes, he tell me like, I feel like being a fucking asshole tonight. And then I, I was in a bad mood too. So then I said, "Yeah, me too." So Any, then we, anywhere he went, there's yeah. a for sure fucking fight. Yeah, well, yeah. And like so, a, so then the first person that did any little thing, we f- would snatch him up, and then he, you know, throw him out the door, and and that's how it was, you know. And it was like any little thing, and and, and there was some funny stuff that would happen because of that, you know. And and uh, I think back, and I'm, I'm kind of feel fortunate not to have gotten shot. Dude, I mean, I got dude, shot at, but like to think of you getting know, stabbed, getting or stabbed, because like you know. H two O was very small. We'll, we'll talk hallway. about yeah. Mm-hmm. So everybody <clears throat> will either walk either way and bumped into each other. Yeah. So that's when shit would happen, and that's how shit starts. Hey, Woody, would so you bump me? We would. Well, we were see? standing these fucking boxes at the edge of the bar. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. And once you see Oswaldo standing on one, I'm like, fucking, he's gonna start something. <laughs> and it was your brother. She's like, hey, fuck. yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Every it was every weekend <clears throat> fregalazos. Oh yeah, every weekend, and it was always like Robert, uh, the Russians. Yep, the Alex, Russians. Oleg. Alex, yeah. Max, Alex, and oh, Alec. I remember that guy, dude, and uh, my brother. For sure, every weekend. Yeah, Potassos. fighting outside or in the front or in the hallway. <coughs> and I, 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 I even think about like how funny that like I, I, I think about how crazy that it was because I, I you know, I when did it? I think in my I was in a fight like. Three, four guys at once, five guys at once. What the hell was I thinking? You know what I mean? You, you, but but, but you I just were, naturally did it. I yeah. just, I, I mean, it just, it wasn't like I went into it like, all right, five guys, I'm going to fight them. No, it was like, all right, let me go take care of this one guy. But now his four friends are jumping in. Now I'm fighting five guys. Yeah. There was a time <laughs> where some guys come up to me and they're like, hey, are you going to go help your brother? He's going to fight right now. <laughs> and then I look over there and Robert's got one guy. One guy from his belt loop and another guy in the front headlock that were going to fight each other, but he's pulling them both out. And they're like, are you going to help your brother? I said, what do you mean? Like, help him what? <laughs> he's taking two guys out. I don't think people know how big you guys are. Though. That's the thing that people don't understand how big. I'm sitting around a fucking bunch of big four by four fucking double in and out burgers right now. These are some big men. You know, I feel like I feel like a little princess in here. You know, what I mean? I'm just saying these are some big ass dudes. Like like H2O was nuts, though. Yeah, that place yeah. was nuts. What was it before H2O? Safari, Safari, Beach Club, yeah. so, so, so Prime Directive. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you know how crazy like Crow when I was, see my, I don't know why my mom thought it was cool to let me hang out with violent people and drug dealers when I was young, but she trusted me with those people. Like with Eugene, for instance, right? Eugene was, well, let's not put too much of his out there, but he was, he was having a good time as a young man, right? Yes. And she thought, when I say young man, he was in his mid 20s and I was like 15. And she's like, yeah, go ahead and hang out with that guy. It's cool. He can hang out with him. I trust him, you know? You can go for road trips outside of town, do whatever you want. Uh, Crow was the same way. For some reason, my mom trusted him, loved him. Well, it's because Crow comes from a good family, right? I'm still really close to his brother. And, and, and Crow wasn't a bad guy. Crow was a good no. dude. He, was, he just <clears throat> got in, like, he wouldn't take shit from people. And yeah. so he... He, he was reactive. Yeah. He was, he was if reactive. If somebody came up to him, he wouldn't back down. And, but he would, he would end it immediately. Yeah. Like he was, yeah. So yeah. that's why we, I always tell people, like, there's, there's men and there's men amongst men. 
he's one of those guys that look like that in the sense that you don't want to fuck with that dude. That's that's one dude you don't want to fuck with. No. You know what I mean? Period. Like 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 you said, Robert. I'm sitting here looking at Robert. Robert's a huge dude, and he's like. Yeah, I don't want to fuck with that dude. And he's probably like four or five inches shorter than you. Yeah. He's, but you're like, I don't want to fuck with that dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's, he was that guy. You know yeah. what I mean? So, but there, there's, um, a, there's a, a, there's a, a few guys <clears throat> like that from Santa Barbara. I mean, and, and people don't, people don't think about Santa Barbara being a place like that. Right. You know, but you got to remember Chuck Liddell comes from Santa Barbara. Exactly. Like there's, there's people that, there's, you know, a lot of, uh, there's some, even some <clears throat> famous uh, special forces guys that are from Santa Barbara. Yep. There's, Santa Barbara produces some pretty gnarly intense, people, intense, intense people. people. It's pretty yeah. intense, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, so, so the the H two O story I have is pretty gnarly. Yeah. Um. So I I was going there. So so Crow got me into safaris before his H two O, and the way he did it, he's like he's like coming. They called me the kid. That was my nickname because I was young. Everybody was about five to ten years older than me, and I was probably like fourteen, fifteen. And Crow's like, hey, if you drive this to the club, I'll get you in. I was like, cool, I can get you there and we can go home. He's like, yeah. So drove the homies to the club and he literally gets back then they were like putting like stamps in your hand that were like, you could put a black light over or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so he licked his hand, put it on my hand and that's You're all in. he did. And I was in. And I was like, that's all you had to do, bro? That's it? That's, <laughs> that's it? That's, that's Are you serious? I could have paid some hoodie here like five bucks to do that, bro. I had no idea. You know what I mean? So get in the club. That was safaris. That was back to safari days. Yeah. And then in H2O, I think I was probably like 16 at the time. And uh, we go to that club or whatever. We, and by the way, this was like not a, I was going there often. This was like a every weekend thing. We'd let's go. Are we going out or are we going out? You know what I mean? And so we'd go out, we'd go to that club and uh, I was there one night and I won't name this person's name, uh, but he's a good friend of ours. And, and uh, he was, it, basically I was, I was dancing with somebody at the time. Right. And I'm like 15, 16 dancing with someone who's like 25, 26, this really hot chick or whatever. <laughs> And I didn't know that she had a man, apparently. And the man showed up at the club. And back then, Santa Barbara had this big thing between Santa Barbara and Oxnard, which was like, there was a lot of violence between the communities, yeah. you know, back then. I mean, we had, we know somebody who got killed because of that, right? Yeah. So Two people. Two people. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, uh, back then, that was a thing. And so, I didn't know who these people were. And I was just a kid having fun, drinking in the bar, you know, whatever, dancing. And next thing I, lo- I know, I look over my friend, and I'm going to even name this at this moment, at this point, Grabs my face and pushes me as hard as he can, and I fly back. I'm like, "What the fuck?" And and as I he as he does that, I see a bottle flying past my face in someone's hand. He ducks it and then bottles the guy back, and then it's on. It's like a huge fight pops off, right? And so he was basically I was gonna get bottled mm-hmm. by some older dude who was upset about his chick throwing herself at me. By the way, I had no idea she had a fucking dude. You know what I mean? She's just one of those chicks doing whatever, having fun. Um, and then. Uh, we proceed, both of us proceed to bottle this guy on the top of his head. <laughs> now we're both bottling this guy because like it's just an attack, right? Like well, now we're reacting. Boom, 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 boom. This guy falls off of the stage. It's like, a, it's like an elevated stage. Falls yeah. off, hits Probably the ground. Four feet too. Yeah. It's a high stage. He got pushed off that. Tripa. <clears throat> Tripas. Tripas bottles him. That's that's what we'll call him. Tripas. Bottles him a couple <laughs> times on the head and the bottle's not breaking. So um, he hits him like a good three or four times with the bottle, but the bottle was full still. So it wasn't breaking, right? And then finally when it empties out, he breaks it and the guy falls off, hits the ground. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. So me and Tripas are hugging each other like, yeah, 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 yeah. But I feel this wetness on the back of my hand. I'm like, oh shit, what is this? Well, that guy had stabbed him a couple times. You know what I mean? And so... So then um, I I came up and I saw that he had gone stabbed. So then um, that's when... 
I said, he, I was like, do you want me to call the ambulance? And he said, no, no, I need, I need to get out of here. Yep. So I, I, I escorted him and, and the female that was with you guys yep. out the back door. As I'm going to the front, <clears throat> those the, the more guys that were with that guy started fighting the rest of the group. The, uh, yeah, we all jumped in right away, immediately. So there was yeah. the rest of the group, and then, um, and then on the way out... <laughs> The, the I guess the the knife that they had stabbed Tripas with got passed off to yes. the guy's the guy's brother. Yep, and then he <clears throat> turned around and s- stuck it in our other. F- yeah, well, we're gonna beep that out too. Yeah, um, cheese. We'll call him cheese. He stuck he, it in cheese's back. So we all have nicknames, right? Yeah, Tripas, cheese, the kid. He stuck it in cheese's back, and then uh, so then that's when um, there's another friend. What happened? Keep talking. You're good. You're good. Put those headphones. Your headphones are off. I think the mic. Oh, here you go. Yeah, you're good. So, um, so as we're as as we're taking the guys out, we're separating the fights and stuff like that. Then um, it keeps going. The yeah. fight keeps going. And, you, and you you took Tripas out the back. Yeah. I didn't go with you guys. No. I came back in to fucking fight and didn't even know what was going on. Yeah. And then I'm, by the way, I had a white shirt on and I'm full of blood. Yeah. And it, it was it was a lot of people. <laughs> like, a lot of people had a bunch of blood on it. Yeah. So so after I saw cheese get um, cheese, I put cheese on the ground, and then uh, and so I'm kind of like watching over him, and, and I'm trying to, for some reason, an ambulance pulled up right away, like it was it was like yeah. it, it almost Instant. like it instantly. Well, appeared. The, the cop because you want to know why? Because the cops saw it happen, but they knew the guys were from Oxnard, and they knew they were there causing trouble, and they knew they were stabbing people. So the cops actually let it happen. Those guys were actually from Ventura. They're from Oxnard. They're from the Avenue. No, they're from Oxnard. No, no 100%. I, I actually, I have a funny story about that too. Uh-huh. Years later, I met one in a really random way who said, I knew I knew your face from somewhere. They were from Oxnard. Oh, really? Yes, they're from Oxnard. Yeah. And what's crazy about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, but, but, yeah. but so, so the cops, Santa Barbara, whether they're from Inter Oxnard, whatever, yeah. but the cops, Santa Barbara saw it happening and they let us fight them. They were like, yeah, they, they, they stepped they, back. Uh, they're like, yeah. I actually... <clears throat> when I was breaking up the fights, the paramedics started helping me break up the fights. The paramedics were doing more than the officers. Than the officers, then, yeah. yeah. And then there was two officers there, um, and they both and I, and I was kind of like trying to get them to get involved. Like I turned around and they're like, you, "You need to calm down." And I said, "No, you guys are too calm for this situation." And I was like, getting <laughs> mad at them. And and then they uh, so then Cheese's brother comes out. Yeah. And sees him on the ground with a freaking knife sticking, sticking out, out his, his back. knife was in his spine. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so uh, we had another friend. His knife, the knife. Uh, another another guy comes over and, and tries to pull the knife out, and I'm like, no, 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 leave it in there because it cuts, because it cuts uh, going in and it's in a cut coming out. So just leave it in there. Right. Let them remove it at the hospital, and then um, so then uh, there, there was like a like a you know still the paramedics were helping me, and then. Um, when Cheese's brother came out and saw him with a knife in his back, he started like going nuts. He lost it. He yeah. lost it. So then um, <coughs> Nugget had Cheese's Nugget, another, another homie, yeah. Nugget. Yeah. So, so Nugget grabbed Cheese's uh, brother. Yeah. And the uh, only reason why... Wait, Cheese's, Nugget was there? Yeah, Nugget was there. How did I miss? See, so, I, so, so then, chaotic, yeah. man. So I, the only reason why I know <coughs> is because I grabbed... I told Nugget, I said, take him. They're going to take him to St. Francis Hospital, which is closed now, but that's how long right. ago it was. Um, well, they're going to take him to St. Francis, <coughs> take, take him there. So he's like, no, let me go, let me go. And I said, and I said, no, I'm gonna get him out of here. And then, um, so then I, I, uh, I grabbed, um, so then Nugget uh, grabbed him, and I'm, and I'm helping Nugget like secure Cheese's brother. 
And then the, uh, the officer walks up and pepper sprays all, all of us. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it. <clears throat> he didn't I, know. I, yeah, he just pepper sprayed all of us. And I was just like, man, um, I was so mad. <laughs> I, was, I, I was like, that was, that was the second time I'd ever been pepper sprayed. And I just remember I really hate uh, being pepper sprayed. I, I've been maced before. That's the worst thing ever, dude. Yeah. I, I, I've been, like now it's probably been pepper sprayed like five times, six times. Every week, every weekend we get pepper sprayed. Really? Yeah. Every uh, weekend. Yeah. I was maced, but that's the worst thing used ever. Used to it. We get the overspray. So is mace worse than pepper spray? Because I got mace, and that was some shit that is like, um, it's a chemical that burns in a way that yeah, you just, it's it's. I, I'm not sure what the difference is. Um, I think one's more oily than the other. So yeah. if you try to rub it, it just you spread it more. Ma- ma- mace yeah. was bad. That's a whole other story. But but back to to so, so you know what's crazy is that when you had took the homie tripas out the back, and him and the female at the time had went to the emergency room, I ran back in like a dummy because I'm like fuck this. Like, this fool stabbed my homie. I'm going to do what I can. And I just see all of our homies. And here's the crazy thing, though. These fools started shit and then got the shit beat out of them. Yeah, the one that, so, st- the one that stabbed Cheats. What about Cheats? I could say, yeah, I could so, say yeah, Cheeto. Yeah. So, so Cheeto, 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 he kicked that guy Cheeto. in the face. So no, no, he not, not only that, he, 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 he dropped him. like two or three people. Yeah, he dropped a bunch. They were of coming people. up and he's like, drop, boom. Like, one hand punches, left, rights, was dropping people no, left and right. This was outside... Once it was all over, he, the cops had him sitting yes, down and on he's the still, curb. Yeah, he still fucking. And then he just field gold them. And, and the cops were cool with it because they were like, hey, these fools started it. So that's what I was going to tell you, though. So when I came back in, um, when Cheese had the knife in his back and they were pulling him out of the out of the club, one of those fools tried to run up and hit the knife, like like dig it into him harder. And Chito came up and fucking laid that fool out, like clean. Yeah. Like I was like, oh. He broke I, his hand that night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He broke. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he was just laying fools out, right? Yeah. And that's the thing is people like, we dressed nice. We looked nice. Uh, as a young guy, right, we were like, we, we would go out like to the nines, you know, like we're dressed to the nines. But people didn't know, like, don't fucking fuck with us, bro. You know what I mean? And they they, they were like, they were thuggish cholo. They were the cholo types, you know yeah. what I mean? And so um, it's crazy because that fight started because of me and a bunch of people had circumstances because of it. And yeah. I will never be more proud of the homies that I grew up with all that night just going to war. Like, it sparked off a fucking war in a club. You know, two people got stabbed, right? Mm-hmm. A bunch of shit happened. And I remember, here's one thing I remember too. I won't say the fool's name because I won't shame him right now, but he's a punk. I'm going to go ahead and say that. So when all that shit happened, after Chito knocked that fool out, I remember running down the street because I have blood all over me, right? I'm like, and I'm not even supposed to be in the club. I'm not even 21 yet. I'm like 15 or 16. I run and down just to for the, the record. End of the, yeah, I didn't. I exactly. didn't know. I did not know. If I would have known, I wouldn't have let him in the club. <laughs> so I run to the end of the block. Remember, remember, at the end of the block, there's like a what's this H two O? There's like Metro Four and other shit, right? Yeah, it's like so, the, the world market now. Yeah, all that shit. So yeah. I run to the end of the block, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't want to get picked up by the cops. So I look around the corner, and I see a, a guy who came with us that night. I won't say his name, but he's all scared. And I look at him. I go, What are you doing, bro? We're fighting over there. What the fuck are you doing? He's like, and I'll tell you guys who he was later. Yeah. And he's fucking scared. I said, if you don't get your ass in this fucking fight, you're a bitch, dude. You're an adult. You're you're an adult. Like I'm over here fighting and you're not fighting. No, I'll tell you later. (laughs) These fools are asking me off, Mike. (laughs) I'll tell you guys later. Sign language. Sign language and shit. No, no. But, 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 but I I remember thinking to myself, like, what is wrong with you, bro? You know what I mean? And just thinking like, okay, so out of all the guys that were there that night, there was one dude who I was like really disappointed in. But here's the funny thing. So I jumped into my 1984 Civic Station Wagon hatchback. (laughs) Just what I had, right? 
And I drive to the emergency room, right? Because I'm like, my homie's there. He's got to be there. So I call him. He's there. He's with, with the chick he was with at the time. And I show up. And by the way, I have no idea that I'm full of blood. I don't know I'm full of blood yet. I didn't know yet. And so I go to the emergency room, and I'm there. And they're like, oh, yeah. Oh, Javi, fucking kid. What's going on? I was like, all right, cool. Is he okay? Like, yeah, he's going to be okay. They're going to stitch him up. He'll be fine. You know, he got got a couple stabs to the, to the back, and he'll be fine. And uh, I'm sitting there, and the cops show up, right? And the cops are like, who was there tonight? And I was like, I wasn't there. <laughs> and, You're dressed and, in blood. And, and, the, and the chick who was with the home, he goes, Javi, you stupid, come here. She throws me in the bathroom. And I look in the mirror and I go, oh, I had blood on my face, all over my white shirt. I'm like, I wasn't there. And the cop goes, how old are you? I was like, I wasn't there, sir. And so they start asking questions, right? But the cops were still kind of confused. They didn't know what had happened. It was a big fucking like riot in the club pretty much. And the cop goes, hey, you stay here. I said, hey, I'll stay here. I slipped off the fucking back. I'm out of here. I'm gone, right? So I don't know how they found out who the fuck I was, but they did. And so I think probably because I was, it was on camera. So that club had cameras everywhere. And that's what ended up in court, by the way, is there was clubs, there was cameras and stuff. And they were like, who is this underage skinny ass kid that's in this club that this whole shit started over? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I was like, it wasn't me. And so they contacted me like, you need to. You need to come and uh, uh, be a witness in this case. And I was like, no, nah, I'm cool. I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't there. I, I'm not 21. Of course I wasn't there. It's like, we got you on camera, stupid. And I was like, I don't know who that is, but it wasn't me. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like A, man. But what that, that was a crazy night, man. Crazy the, night. We had, and that was the thing is that that was like a weekly event. I wasn't, I wasn't there that night, so. Yeah, that, that was a weekly event. <laughs> Tell us your guys. I want to hear your guys' story because you guys probably have some gnarly stories, man. I have uh, a. Uh, I mean, there's, there's just so many fucking stories. Yeah. Some are funny. Some are like dangerous, crazy. You know. Yeah. Uh, sometimes just little things will just snowball into something big. Right. Um. What was our door guy's name? Steve. Uh, Steve and Guevara. Yeah. Remember Steve? <laughs> Throw names out there. No, it's alright. No, he was a good dude. Yeah, he, he, he was. He was the CEO somewhere. <clears throat> yeah, he's a. Uh, he he's a. Um, he works for the feds. Now. Oh, cool. So he's he 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 was good. And then the other guy was Frank, and he was also Frank. known as Asshole Frank because he was an asshole. Like he <laughs> asshole was. Frank. He was like it was like the perfect door guy. What club was this at? Though? It was like H2O. 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 It, oh, yeah. H2O. So was this? This is probably after this is, that. Yeah, this happened. is after. Because okay, okay. um, we tightened I things up. I stopped going after that. We bro. got because we had a guy. There was a guy in charge, uh, Petty. Yeah, and he was he was kind of a joke. And so once we got him eliminated, we were able. Um, they put <clears> me in in dance. Shout out to Dan Omania. Uh, Dan, we should yeah. brought him over. I know. I know we'll, 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 we'll put him on another one. So uh, so Dan and I became the security supervisors. And so then we kind of buff, buff black Dan. Yeah, no, he's not black. He's that's a different. That's a different Dan. <laughs> that's a different Dan. Yeah. Okay, that guy that's used to let me in the club too. That's that guy was out. Central American Dan. <clears throat> yeah, this is uh, Central. <laughs> he was Guatemalan Dan. Costa, Costa Rican Dan. Okay. Costa Rican okay. Dan. Sorry, uh, I didn't mean to throw you off. Yeah, but he, he was a big dude, bald guy. You know, like he's, yeah. he was. Uh, um, so him and I were in charge, and we were able to tighten things down. Plus, we got talked to by the cops. They pulled they pulled us aside one time, and they said, "Hey, if you guys go hands on." you need to arrest them, do a citizen's arrest. Otherwise, we're going to arrest you guys. Because uh, <clears throat> the sergeant was, he's like, I literally sat outside of the club and I watched those four guys. And it was like me, Oswaldo, <laughs> Tank, and somebody else. He's all just literally throw people out the door. <laughs> <laughs> just put it this way. Every night that we work, 
the fucking paddy wagon was in the front and an ambulance. Yes. Well, that's why well, H2O had a paddy wagon in front of throw fucking people out. Yeah. Well, they, they had a cop car there and an ambulance all the time. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, <clears throat> but that was, that was after what happened. Yeah, it was after, it was after that. Situation. It, was, it was even, uh, I remember Wiccan, DJ Wiccan yeah. would play that song, uh, Another One Bites the Dust. Yeah, yeah. Every time we throw somebody out, which is better, you know. <laughs> when he's on there, Another One Bites the Dust. Hey, shout out to yeah. Wicked, man. It was, Love that, man. Well, we had, what well, was the nights that Q1047 would have their, their they would host the night on yeah. Friday nights. <laughs> You'd get guys from all over. Yeah. Every, every cholo from Santa Maria to Oxnard would oh, yeah. show up Santa at the club. Santa <laughs> That, that that club was just fucking. It would attract cholos. Yeah, yeah. but you know what? I'll, I'll give them, I'll give you this. I did not mind working there because people were polite. Believe it or not. Yeah, don't step on my shoes. I won't step on yours. Yeah, so was, people were yeah. polite. I go work at Wildcat, and, mm-hmm. and I when I worked at Wildcat, uh, Big Mike called me up one day. He's like, "Hey, can you help us out? We need we need we need help with my <clears> shirt." Shout out to Big Mike. I went over there and I worked, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, these people are fucking rude. Disrespectful, disrespectful, yeah. fucking rude. And why? Because they have no idea that this little <clears> incident <throat> can turn into a fucking stabbing, uh, getting punched in the face, right. or you know, a bottle breaking on their face. Violence. Well, growing up Latino, you know, one of the first things I was told because I was a younger growing up Mexican. Whatever, call it whatever you want. <laughs> Latin X, Latin X, Latin X. Are yeah. you Latin X now, Alex? Or what? <laughs> I'm just asking. Whatever. I'm just kidding. Latinos, I mean, you know, it's crazy. Okay, keep going. Go we'll talk about so, that later. So, so <clears throat> when you're not supposed to be in a place that you're in, yeah. <laughs> you learn real quick. Or the the older guys, like you said, the beer homies, they tell you what to do and how to do it and what to look for and what, what to stay away from. Right. So something as simple as looking at somebody for too long or bumping into somebody on accident without turning around and saying sorry or or excuse me right. my bad like without doing that that alone can cause a fight or 100%. a major incident so you learn to be respectful you yep. learn to be mind your p's and q's yep you know you learn to respect other people's space yeah, cuz even it's just a stare yeah, well, Derek is what the fuck you looking at? I was just gonna say, how yeah. many fights have yeah. you seen me get into? Because I'm like, what well, the fuck well, you looking at, bro? <laughs> well, you know, like this shit. Yeah, yeah you know? with the neck, right? Yeah. yeah. People can't see that. So you gotta explain. So, so it's a Mexican hello and the Mexican yeah. what's up, puto? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's a, the the nod head, right? Like uh, the nod. Oh, right. What's up, fool? Yeah. yeah. What's up? It's kind of dumb because you can't tell whether that's like a oh. You're not on mic, bro. Like a hi or or let's go, fool. Like you can't tell. Yeah, you don't know. Max, see, even Maximo at thirteen knows it's the Mexican hello or the Mexican Cuba puto. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's but but you're right though. I don't know how many fights in my younger years I got into because of that, or somebody bumped into me and I'm like, hey, bro, say excuse me, and they're like, I'm not gonna say excuse me. And then well, now we're fighting, asshole. You know, like it's like, like a challenge thing. It's like a yeah. challenge, yeah. yeah. It's, right. it's like a yeah. it's a it's an alpha male thing. It's yeah. a machismo. It's thing. a machismo. Yeah, thing. yeah. yeah. And, and, and and so. That was the difference. Like you <clears throat> working at, at at H2O, like you bump into somebody and they'd be like, oh, the Spencer or, or sorry or whatever. Dispenso. Yeah. Uh, but that, they say they'd say it right away only because they knew that yeah. it could turn into something ugly. Like, but, you know, like for yeah. instance, like I don't drink. Right. But I hate domestic beers. 
I hate domestic beers because the glass is really thin, and when they hit you in the head with it, it breaks and it cuts you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I like Modelos. Modelos, the glass is really thick, and they're squatty bottles. They, they just shatter quicker. They, just, they don't. They don't shatter. They it just hurts bounce. Less. It, yeah. It, it just. Hurts. It just like it just goes. It hurts, you know, but it, it don't cut your head. Yeah, it, it hurts, <laughs> but it don't cut your head. So that's why I like Modelos. That's my favorite yeah, beer. I'm, we. I mean, I've been hit by bottles, right. back of the head or my back or you. At, at the time when their shit's going down, you don't feel it. Right. But then you feel it afterwards. Fucking bruises, or somebody tells hey, you got hit in the head with a bottle, or uh, you know your back, and you're over here fighting with people, and you don't feel it at the time. Yeah, I, I had a bunch of bottles broken on my head, which is crazy, man. And, and I've only been cut once, a small cut. Yeah, it wasn't a big deal. I, I've my brother got bottled one time yeah, at Sharky's, yeah. and he got, and he cut, got bad. cut bad. Yeah, he, he got, got cut, cut bad, really bad, man. And that was Oxnard Fools too. So the 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 funny the, one of the funny uh, stories that I'm gonna tell. Is there was a uh, we we try to organize things because before because before like when we first started there was a fight every single bouncer would show up to the fight, and then I was like man this is like it's a little too much you know what I mean so I'm gonna limit it so I'm gonna I'll break I broke up the club into quadrants, and every quadrant had a guy in it, and then there would be the roamers so the roamer and the guy in the quadrant would take care of that meanwhile everybody else stays in their in their spot right right just kind of organize it a little um, so. So me and Dan, Dan and I were the roamers. And we is this the Dan I know or the other Dan? The other Dan. Dan okay. Umania. Dan Umania. Yeah. Okay. Just dropping so names today. No, he, no it's fine. It's, he's, oh, okay. a, he's a great dude. He's, he, I'm sure he doesn't mind dropping his name right now. Really good uh, guy. Uh, so, so there's two girls fighting. I mean, and they were, they were duking it out. I mean, it wasn't like a scratching <laughs> hair pulling thing. I mean, they were slinging them. <clears throat> they were slinging them dogs. And so they were going at it. So then... Dad and I walk up and I said, okay, I'll grab one. You grab the other one, take her out the front door. I'll hold this one till you clear the door and then I'll take the other one out. All right, cool. So he grabs one and the one he grabs happens to be Latina or Mexican, whatever. He grabs her, boom, pulls her out. Latina X. Yeah. La- Latinx. <laughs> Latinx. <laughs> so, so I don't want to assume her gender. Just so Alex doesn't get upset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then, uh, so he grabs her, picks her up, boom. So then I grab the, the, the girl that I... The one that when the one I grabbed was Filipino, okay. So I grabbed her and I just kind of bear hugged her and I picked her up off the ground and I'm holding her. So then I see Dan clear the door, so I start like carrying her out the door, <clears throat> and she's trying to like struggle free. And then I and then someone comes, so now I'm walking into Oswaldo's quadrant where he's in charge of, right? Oh, Oswaldo was a bouncer too. Yes, yes. Oh, I didn't know he bounced. Yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So bad. I'm walking into Oswaldo's <clears throat> quadrant, and he's standing on his podium on his box, overlooking <laughs> everything, right? And so then I'm going by with that girl, and I'm and I'm carrying her out, and then all of a sudden I feel someone grab the back of my shirt. So I figured like, all right, and I tucked my shoulders, bracing for a punch to the back of the head. That's what I assumed was coming next. Right. So I, I kind of ducked my, I lifted up my shoulders and I tucked it in my head. And then all of a sudden I see Oswaldo just dive off the box that he's on. I mean, he's Superman, like dove off the box. <laughs> so, that, so then I, and all of a sudden I feel like the, like the back of my shirt pull really hard and then it just let go and just sprung back. Like so, a bra strap. Yeah. So I was just like, cool. <laughs> so I, I figured uh, Oswaldo took care of it. Right. So I, I'm going <clears throat> and I go and I, and by that time, some of our PD is outside. And so they grab the girl. They they grab her and they're handcuffing her. So then I turn around and I see I turn around and I see Oswaldo dragging this guy on the floor, right? <laughs> he's dragging the guy on the floor. And then and then Oswaldo's like, he, like he's all like kind of like irritated and agitated and you know, like 
and he's dragging the guy on the floor, pulls him out. The guy's knee is up, but his foot is plopped off to the oh. side. So I'm thinking to myself, holy shit, you broke his leg. I pr- he had a prosthetic on. He dragged the leg. Is yeah. that the one with the game? He got in a fight outside the smoking area? Yeah. And he was in the floor and his fucking leg was pointing. No, no, that, that was a different guy. This, this one <laughs> was yeah, a different so, person. Wait, wait. This, this one was in the one-legged kicking ass contest. Yes, lost or what? yes. And so, so the guy that, I guess, the, the guy that was this girl's boyfriend or husband, or I don't know what they were, they were a couple, um, he saw me grabbing the girlfriend and that's why he went to grab me. But then when he saw, Oswaldo saw him, he dove off and, and tackled the guy for grabbing me. And he drug him out. His knees pointing up. His foot popped off to the side. I'm thinking myself, "Oh my god, you broke his leg." I'm thinking like, "Holy shit," you know. And 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 so then he gets up, and the leg stays on the ground, and he's hopping, and then he goes, "You man, you guys are fucked up, man. You guys are fucked up." And I'm thinking to myself like, "What the? This is fucking crazy." So, it, you know, just stuff like that happened all the time. Was and he at least a veteran? I don't know. I don't know what he was, but he had one leg, and then and then we had another fight in the back, and, and it was actually in the front, the smoking area. Oh yeah, the, the front patio. Uh, there's that's a little smoking area in the front. Area? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, that's where you go. To, that's where you're so you have to dance for. That's where you go to kind of cool off. Yeah, yeah. Kill, like, come cool here, man. Let me talk to you yeah. outside of the. You know, there's not a lot of music here. Yeah. How many? T- oh man, so many girls were taking there and be like, "Hey, what's going on?" You know. So, so he he was in there, and then and <clears> they got in a fight and. I don't know what happened. Yeah. I, just, I just heard it on the radio, you know, front, front, you know. So I run over there because I know Oswaldo was over there. Right. And I see this, this guy on the floor with his leg again it's, it's pointing sticking. up. Yeah, yeah. It's like his body is like his anatomically, his leg should have been on the ground, but but because it was prosthetic, it was sticky straight up in the uh, air. You know, if that's a big word, anatomically. Yeah. Like anatomy. Sorry. I'm, sorry. Sorry, I'm, I'm just saying that's a big word. Okay. You know, what I mean? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to put a fucking Webster dictionary post for that one. You know, girls are gonna know what the I'm fuck sorry. is anatomically. Yeah, it means so, so yeah. organically in yeah, your organi- body. That's the, how it's the, the, the way it's yeah. supposed to be. The body. You know. Sorry, fucking big word guy. Sorry, I'm, 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 I won't use any more three syllable words. Yeah, it was, it was, I mean, there was a lot of funny stories. I mean, yeah. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I remember was, uh, when somebody got socked in the, I won't say his name, <laughs> he got socked by a girl. Yeah. And, and then, I, so then. Got punched by a girl. Yeah, he got punched by a girl. Okay, there was it, a fight. There was a girl fight. Right. Might as well tell him now. I know. So there's. Well, Just drop, his, gonna, name. drop his name. No, but. No, actually. <laughs> say it. Yeah, okay. Uh, um, go ahead. Go ahead. Go Anyways, ahead. <laughs> I'm trying to think. He, he's our, he was our door guy. Oh, he was yeah. a right? door guy. Okay. So he, he just posted up in the front. So there was a girl fight. So I checking the girl. IDs and shit like that. Yeah, or? yeah. Okay. So you know, checking for weapons or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> so weapons, fucking. So, and this guy, he like, he was a weirdo. Like he used to work at a, like in a morgue. Well, let's just drop his name. Okay. No, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was a big dude, but he was really he was a passive. He was he was strange. Yeah, he's just a strange guy. Uh, and uh, so, anyways, we're, I'm walking the girl out, and you know she's talking <clears throat> shit or whatever, and you know, um. The bouncer guy was uh, the doorman was right in front of the girl. So as we're walking out, he turns around and the girl socks him, like right in the mouth. Like oh, you just like just, she just caught a clean she, one, a yeah. clean right oh, cross to the right, bouncer guy, yeah, right in front of the cops and everything. So I grabbed her and I did one of these, and you he know? spun around. Yeah. So she was like, like I don't know, hundred something. So I picked her up and just slammed her on the floor. Well, in front of the cops. And yeah. The cops so the, saw everything. So the cops so, saw everything. Know, so she's yeah. going nuts, right? She starts hitting the cops. 
Yeah. Oh. So luckily she stopped seeing the cops because when Tank slammed her, she broke her arm. <laughs> I broke her arm. <laughs> she broke her arm. Oh. So but PD came uh, the next day, the following weekend, and they told me that, you know, that it was good because a sonar <clears throat> officer, and I guess she started fighting with the cops. And she was just out of control. So, so, so she, was, she was just yeah. being wild. Yeah. So it's yeah. one of those girls who thinks, like, I'm fucking, I can beat anyone up. No, settle oh, down, dude. dude. A lot of those. If, I, if I'm a chick and I'm 150 pounds, I look at Tank, I'm not trying to fuck with Tank. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know what? But she didn't, she didn't sock me. That's the thing. I just, you know, yeah, she socked yeah, her homie, though. Yeah, she socked And so, so we obviously. In other words, don't start it. shit and there ain't gonna oh, be yeah. shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we obviously exaggerated. So we would, like, say, like, oh, man, it's like the scene from Rocky. Like, her fist was connecting with the mouth and spit and blood. Would come oh, out the other he, side, he and got so much shit. And, and, oh man, so she was, connected on him though. Huh? She oh, like dude, clean, clean. <laughs> See, that's the clean. thing, man. Is, is that like, and I always tell women this: like, it's cool. I understand you're independent, you're whatever. All the things that women love to say about themselves today, like being strong and all that good stuff, right? But don't fucking get physical with the man. Don't do that. You know what I mean? Because I've, I've I've had girls tell me, oh, "I'll hit a guy." I'm like, "Oh, you're gonna hit the wrong dude." And he's not gonna care, and he's gonna fucking hit you back, and that's expect, not. Yeah, not, they don't expect that guy hitting back. Exactly, they so don't they expect they can that. Hit you, but you yeah, know. it's dangerous, man. There's there's some piece of shit men out well, there. Like, like I that would guy. like to think most guys wouldn't. <clears throat> yeah, but there's that. But but that that's exactly my point, though. Most guys won't, but there's that two percent that will. Yeah. I was restrained. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. restrained her. Yeah, <laughs> gently. <laughs> he, he didn't hit her. The ground did. Yeah, the <laughs> ground did. <laughs> Well, no, no, I mean, I mean, what, what I'm saying is that that's a day. Like, in other words, everybody just keep your fucking hands to yourself. Yeah. That's that at the end of the day, keep your fucking Account, hands self to accountability. Because there's some there's some women out there who will beat the shit out of me. You know, what I mean, like, I, I'm sure there's a woman out there who's like a special forces chick who's fucking badass and probably could put hands on me. You know, what I mean, and I might have to stab her five times. No, no. I, well, I, I, I mean, I'm just saying I might have to stab her five times or whatever, but I'll get over on her. But what I'm saying is that like. At the end of the day, keep your fucking hands to yourself. That's yeah. that's really what it boils down to, you know. Like, yeah. don't don't do that shit. Because I see, I, I've seen this trend lately of, and, and women will message me and DM me and say, "Oh, fuck a guy, I'll hit a guy." I'm like, "Ooh, let me give you a little piece of, of torta whisper advice." Yeah, <laughs> which is, don't do that. Because sure, you can probably hit like nine guys, but the tenth guy you hit, that might be the guy that's gonna fucking yeah. gonna hurt you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, don't don't. It's just not. Just be smart about it, people, and don't hit. Just keep your hands to yourself. That's all I'm saying. Definitely, you know? definitely. So, but that so. chick probably deserved it. So much she did. Well, yeah. And then her sister came back like two <clears throat> weeks later and, and apologized to us and said, "Yeah, my sister was all on cocaine and this you know and what? that." And a lot of she's times, like, can, I, can I still come back in? Thank, <laughs> yeah. She's like, "Thanks for breaking my sister's arm. Eh? She's fucked up. I get whatever." Yeah. Um, a lot of times when we would kick people out, and they act a fool, you know. Yeah. And they get kicked out. They will come back the next following weekend and apologize and you know, fuck, you know, like fucked up or whatever. But it was never towards like the bouncers. Right. It was never a fight like one on one because you know whatever. Even in at Ruby's. Yeah. You know, how about Ruby's? Now that's so, in my current neighborhood. Now Ruby's got to be rough. So yeah, we we. Uh, it was interesting. <laughs> it was very interesting. Yeah, we we um, my cousin ended up buying Ruby's and then he says, is it still there? Yeah, it's still there. It's actually yep. the, uh, um, they've been posting some really bomb ass seafood. I really hey, want to go. Can we? It. Are they going to start partying soon? Because if we do, we got to go there. Now. Yes, yes, we will. 
All right. We'll do that. I'm just saying. Um, or if not, if not, <laughs> no, you cannot. No, go you can. <laughs> when you're 16, we'll talk. <laughs> uh, um, but the the food, the food <clears throat> looks really bomb right now that they have there. I don't know if you guys seen the posts. Mm-hmm. It's like it looks I have. It looks amazing. Good. It looks super good. Your cousin still owns it. Yeah. It's so it's still, okay. Um, I didn't know he was your cousin. Yeah. So he he bought the place and tells me, "Hey, Robert, I need you to clean this place up." And I said, "Okay, I'll do my best." So obviously, I go to the go to the guys that I know. The guys right. that I've been to battle with for a long time. So brought them all back, you know, Tank, Enrique, and then we added some. Dan. Dan, Dan was there for a while. Dan, Dan was there for a long time. And Abraham, the hit, homie Abraham. Hitman. <laughs> fucking hitman. Yeah. The hitman. A- 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 Abraham. And then we had a little, little Mario. Um, or that little tiny guy, Mario. Yeah, fucking and, Ruben. And then, and See, then that's then why Ruben. I won't bounce with you guys. You Yo- got to call me the tiny guy. Fuck Yogi. You guys. Uh, we had, one, we had one guy that was small. Yeah, but everybody was like over two hundred pounds. I'm over two hundred. Can I go back? See, and then see when the thing is, what, what Robert did is, a lot of these places just hire guys just to have bodies. Right. We were like, uh, <clears throat> not go Real. interview, but you know, because a lot of people think that just because you're a bouncer, big guy, you can you know how to fight. Right. You know? oh, that's and that's not true. And that's though. not the thing. You know, right. you you need to know how to talk to people. <laughs> you know, you can't just fucking go there and manhandle somebody. Oh yeah, verbal I, judo. Yeah. Uh, so so tripas, we have a story about tripas and bouncers thinking they can fight and can't fight. We'll talk about that next. Yeah. yeah. And so so I I, I kind of got the guys that I knew that I could trust and stuff like that. And then I was able to <clears throat> meet some. Um, so most of the guys were from Santa Barbara, and then I was able to meet some guys from Oxnard that were freaking amazing dudes. Um, <clears throat> uh, Ninja. Yeah, Andy. Andy. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Andy Navarro. Hey, hey, he should be here, man. Yeah. I, I, I I feel bad to invite him. I'm gonna tag him on this podcast. Yeah, tag him on the podcast, and, and, we'll, and we, we can do another one with him. So Andy uh, was at Ruby's too. Yeah, yeah. we'll do another yeah. one with him too. And okay. Andy, Andy was at. Yeah. Ruby. He taught my son Taekwondo. Man. Yeah, El Rey de Cervezas. What's his name? Um, that's a bad the king name. of beers. Yeah. Come on, Bud Light, settle down. <laughs> Ernie. 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 Oh, he called himself the King of Ernie. Beers, No, he didn't call us up. We called him that. Oh, call okay, him. okay. He calls himself racist. Anyways, funny story with Ernie. Once, uh, every time um, you would have Wanda nights on Saturday nights. Uh, it became every night. It not became every night. Anyways, yeah. he would find the shortest guy in the club <laughs> and just walk, stay with him like through the middle of the night. Stand, stand behind him. Just stand behind him like this. What a day, dude. And the, and the guy would just go like this. And, and Ernie just like... <laughs> <laughs> just walk behind him all night. What er, a fucking day! Ernie's like six five, six six. He's he's big and he's a big old Mexican. Yeah, yeah he's like four hundred pounds. And so he's what huge. a dick, dude! Yeah. What a dick! So you just find the, the smallest <clears throat> guy, and so um, so yeah. So I was able to meet some good dudes and uh, and and what about uh, El Yogi? Oh yeah, Yogi. Shout out, Yogi. Rest, Shout in rest in peace. If you were in there, he would. Oh yeah, for sure, man. It'd be fucking <laughs> sitting right behind me. Uh, yeah, shot, uh, rest in peace, Yogi. Yeah, yeah he passed he away. Passed away? The yeah. Yogi did. Yeah. yeah, he's a good dude too. No good way. dude, man. Yeah, he was, I, he was our door guy. So he, he was, was our door guy. Could spot. He was the big dude with the bald head. No, he was a little dude. He was short, short, fat. Oh, I didn't. Know. <laughs> short, <laughs> so, so nonstop talking shit. He was a good friend of mine. Yeah, and it was like my brother, and he was like everybody's we, brother. We, yeah, we talked so much shit. So when I first met him. I, I didn't really like I saw his hands he had he, had, he only had like a full index finger a full pinky and most <laughs> most of his thumbs but the red, but the other two fingers were nubs from what like a firework or something no he was just had a lot of deformities when he oh, was born okay. and so he went through a lot of surgeries skin grafting 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. He was a smart guy. Smart, you know, super was smart good, guy. Not much of a fighter, but you know, he was smart. So he probably would have your back if he needed to. Oh, yeah. 100%. That's the people I remember. Like, I would rather have a little dude in my corner who's down to fucking die with me. Then some big ass fool who don't know how to throw hands. So he he would uh he had a he had like a a a gun permit and everything. I'm like, how the fuck does this guy shoot? He would no fingers. So I was like, fuck. So I had to middle finger. He's middle finger. So so I went I I we went I told I told Tank I'm like, dude, we need to get a range day for this. So I want to see how this motherfucker shoots, you know. And so we ended up going to the range. We had a so stupid. <laughs> and we had and we had a fun that was a fun day, man. Yeah, that was, that was, we that was had, and he died, huh? Yeah, he passed away. He Rest had a peace, heart attack. Man. Rest oh, in peace, baby. But that guy could spot a fake ID. He would he would like he would, I would walk up to the front and he'd be like, Hey Robert, what do you think about this ID? I look at him like, Oh, there's nothing wrong with it. And he'd bend it and he'd fucking rip it apart. And then he'd be like, This fake ID. And he'd give it back to the girl. The girl like had like the saddest look on her face. Cause you know she just paid like a hundred bucks for that MacArthur Park. Yeah, exactly. You know, for that ID. Echo Park and shit. Yeah, you know? yeah he would uh, pat da- do pat downs and Always yeah. smoking and, and sitting down in a fucking pot. Yes, yeah, so, so he got a, on a flower pot that's in the front. He's always smoking cigarettes, and and uh, he he was just a good dude. And he and and so I I used to he had a prosthetic leg too, and so um, wait, so, <laughs> what is it with you guys and people with prosthetic? Legs? I don't know. So how are you, wait, 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 wait. Let's fucking take it back a minute. Hold on. So you guys had a dude with no fingers who was short. I'm fat. Who had, who had a prosthetic leg and he was a bouncer? Yes. And he was fat? Yes. What the and, fuck? And he did his job well. Yes. <laughs> he That guy could spot a fake idea like it was nobody's business. He didn't. He wasn't afraid to be an asshole. Uh, <laughs> so, he, so he would remember I, people's faces. Yeah. yeah. Well, I saw you last month with fake ID. You can't come in. See, yeah, so he was, he was like, he was good. Yeah. He, and um, sometimes it was too good. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was like yeah. too good, and then my cousin would get mad, like, "Hey, Yogi's not letting this person in." He's like, "Well, that doesn't they don't have an ID, you know." Yeah. And then he would like my, you know, he's the owner of the club. He's like, "Why well, I said let him in?" I said, "All right, cool." So then I would let him in. Yogi's like, "Well, he doesn't have an ID." He's like, "Well, the owner says let's let him, you know, it's right. his basically." So what most of the clubs around here in Oxnard do is that you have to have security for every fifty people. You have to have one one security. Guard. I know that. Yeah, I do know that. Yeah. So what people do is they'll hire a company. And so they're going to pay a company, like, say, 30 bucks an hour for that one dude. But they're going to pay that one dude $11 an hour. Yep. So you're going to have an $11 an hour security guard working there. So what I told my cousin to do, I said, hey, you pay the bond, start under, under the, the Ruby's promotions, start a security company. So he did. And I said, in the beginning, it'll, up front, it'll cost more money. But in the long run, you're going to save money. Plus, you're going to get a higher security guard. Right. Instead of getting a guy who's getting paid $11, pay a guy $16, $17, $18, 19 $20 an hour. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get a more quality guy. And you're going to get a more quality guy. And and, the, um, and you're going to save, you're still saving like $16 an hour. Right. So, and then, and then plus, your capacity is way more, up to 1,000 people. So, you know. You have to have 20 security guards. What right. would that cost you if you're paying each one 30, 30 something bucks an right. hour? And, and you got to also trust who you work with. You know, for you sure. can't, if you hire, for some reason, Robert and I were always, we're like the narcs mm-hmm. at Ruby's. We would see too many feet in a stall. <laughs> and I remember fucking Robert just kicked the door, you know, go in there and find these guys, you know, fucking Betty Kiano in the bathroom. Powdering their noses. Yeah. And <clears throat> with their long nails. Yeah. It was, uh, we would always catch people doing that and then take them and, I, and tell them, uh, you know, either you guys are 
doing some bad stuff in there or do we kick him out? No. You, you know what though? I was really surprised being right in the middle of Oxnard, how well everybody's behaved. Like you had yeah. those few people that did drugs in the bathroom, whatever, but they were not the majority. The majority of those people were hardworking people that, yeah. that worked all week long. My parents hang out there. Well, fuckers. Check, check yeah. it out. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the reality is. But, but Remember right. we talked about cutting people <clears> off <throat> earlier. Sure. You just cut me off. <laughs> Sorry, you fucker. See how something so simple could start gonna, a fight? Hey, I'm going to cut you off every time. Now, so I know you're you're, you're hey, of, of, of the podcast. You're my good homie in this podcast. All right, fucker. Yeah. I'm going to cut you off every time, asshole. Now you're getting the head nod. Spencer, all right. Get the head nod. What's up? I'll, nah. fight, I'll fight you. I'll, I'll bear rest of you later, you asshole. Uh, wrestling match in the backyard after this. <laughs> Spencer. Sorry, yeah, yeah. You gotta talk in the mic, Neil, because uh, people won't be able to hear you. Sorry, Maximo's out here. We don't, we don't have a fifth mic. We have yeah. four mics here, so. But um, <clears throat> the you know, uh, the people in Oxnard, they're all hardworking people. They work really hard, and you know, they on the weekend they like to have <clears throat> fun, enjoy some entertainment, and you know, maybe act like narcos for a night but uh, but it oh cost them God. their whole week paycheck you <laughs> I know like how you said act all these fools are fucking pintados and the fucking boots of the, hey, curly oh, the, the pointy boots what? The pointy what? boots i'm like come on bro like you you fucking drive a, a cord the Stop three valeros yeah but yeah. you know what let me tell you though they worked hard all week just so that they could do that on saturday night yeah, yeah. You know yeah that's I mean? true and it was always the younger crowd the oh, older the crowd was more passive. They just want to go dance. My parents and, hung out there, man. And, and the younger crowd are the ones that would come in and, and do this shit and, and, you know, get drunk and they turn bulletproof. Yeah. Know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. That, that liquid courage, right? Yeah. And, it's, and it was, I mean, I remember at first it was kind of pretty dangerous. A lot of shit would, you know, go down. But through time, people started seeing, you know, because like Robert mentioned earlier, all the guys that we had were uh, just not just guy off the street. You know, you wanted to make sure you can handle yourself physically and verbally. Yeah. yeah. You know, you can't just fucking beat up someone just because, right. you know. Damn. So we should have Andy here, man. Oh, so bad. We should have had him here. Yeah. Well, we'll, oh, we'll, we'll see if we'll do a, a, a reunion. reunion. Yeah. We'll, we'll <laughs> do a follow up podcast. A follow up re- reunion with the bouncers. And, and, and the cool thing is that every time there was a, there were a, a big old rumble or a big fight, it was like, what the fuck's Robert? You know, we always watch out for each other's backs, you know? Right. So it's like if uh, your brother's getting in a fight and you fuck us by, yeah, you know, quick, of course. you yeah. know? So, I mean, that was that was a cool thing about it because yeah. everybody had each other's backs. Well, you become band, you're band of brothers. It, it's all yeah, it really, it really yeah. was yeah. that. It really yeah. was that. Um, it, it was uh, interesting um, because that that was how we how we looked at it and we, we took care of each other. And then uh, we made sure that we were all safe and, and then... Uh, and we didn't, we didn't like, you know, I didn't think about what I was running into if I saw, you know, I didn't, I didn't like say like, oh, well, maybe that's like dangerous. Let me not run into that. No. Yeah. If I saw Tank getting into something, I was, I was in yeah, there. Was right that, was, there. that was the thing, you know, yeah. with everybody. And so we, we would try somebody new and we would see that they wouldn't do that. That would be their last night. Yeah, they were too fucking scared to fight. I remember that guy Dalton. We called him Dalton. <laughs> yeah, Dalton. <laughs> he was Dalton. the only, he, we called him Dalton from Roadhouse. And only because he was the only, he was the only white guy that was working with us. Not, and it wasn't, and we weren't, we weren't, we weren't uh, being racist. 
or, you know, it just so happened that all the guys that were getting hired were either Latino or African-American. Um, we weren't excluding. It just nobody was asking to work no there. No one wants to work in the hood here, bro. Yeah. So, so we, we nobody was asking to work there, but this one kid did. And I think only because was it his girlfriend? His girlfriend he worked. Was that was a somebody breath. that worked at the club. Yeah, he was dating. A, <laughs> yeah. uh, he was dating a, a, one of the waitresses at the club, and she asked if we would give him a job, and we said sure. So we tried him out, and oh. he he didn't show up. He didn't show up to some of the situations that we had in the club. We're like, all right, you're done. Interesting. So we fired him. So Ruby's Ruby's was crazy, man. I f- I would have figured that Ruby's would have had uh, Ruby's would have had a um, like a gnarlier track record than say H two O, but it sounds like it didn't. No, no, it didn't. And and, and what's crazy <clears throat> is that um, we would work, we would like go out of our way to work with Oxnard PD to to make sure that that place, and, and also maybe because it, we were we were older, and we kind of realized like, hey, my job's to. Not to fight people. It's to stop shit from happening yeah. before it happens. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 it's like my job is not sense. to fight people. My job not to be, you know, bouncers not just to go there fight. No, to make sure everybody has a good time. Because ultimately yeah. the customers are, are gonna go there to have, expecting to have a good time and safely. So I'd rather I'd rather like if I can stop that fight without there being a fight, even better. If I don't have to put my hands on somebody, I'd rather not. Yeah. You know, they could, they would insult me like, oh, you're a fucking bitch. You're this and this and that. I said, okay, cool. You know, I'm a bitch. I'm a pussy. Whatever you say, I'm, I'm that, you know, but you can't yeah. come back in, you know. And what's crazy is most people that are saying that shit, staring across the table from what I'm looking at right now. Like, if you say that to a man like that, you're a dummy. Unless you're a man like that. A lot of stuff did happen. Really? A lot of stuff did happen. <clears throat> at Ruby's. But it wasn't, you know, stabbings. and But there was a lot of fights. That place, man. What's crazy about that place is like it's I would call it like the Paisano Bar in in this area. Almost right? every like, weekend, almost, almost yeah. every weekend there was fights. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Once in a while we would get big old brawls. Yeah, there, yeah I think I think the worst brawl and, I, and I'll re- you'll remember this one. It was uh, Mother's Day, two thousand seven. <laughs> so uh, there was uh, baby daddy's there with his new girlfriend and her 2007? friends. Two thousand seven. Yeah. Jeez. So ba- baby daddy is there. With his new girlfriend and her friends, and then baby mama is there with her friends. Ooh. So it's Mother's Day, so they're heightened, heightened feelings, heightened emotions, trauma. And then they see each other, and the next thing you know, there's like a fucking cat fight. ten on ten cat fight. I mean, there really? was hair extensions, chonies, <coughs> er, everywhere. Every, like all over the floor. Like we hey, remember, we walked back inside. Did you video it? Because we could sell that now. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just yeah, it, and there was just it was just a big fight, and, and it was like girls, all girls. And the minute we'd separate two, the next, you know, yeah. it was it was really yeah. difficult yeah. to. It was to, just like wildfires. See, yeah, everywhere. Spark, so you stop one and another one popped yeah. up. Stop one and it was really, it was it was really difficult to break up. Hey, that. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna go ahead and say it, and we can get mad at me, but bitches be crazy. So it was it was <laughs> it was bad. It was you uh, know when they're, there, when they're there, angry. You know? there, there was um, and then there was like some like, it, it was it, the job is crazy because there was other situations where like, there'd be uh, you'd have like that creeper at the bar, you know, yeah. and yeah, then that's you, weird. you have a girl that's really like it, it really drunk, and then yeah, that, that and guy, guy tried you know take advantage of yeah. her and stuff. Hey, so that's we, weird shit, man. So I'm we would always brought be, that up. We, we would. We there was a lot that shit happened. A lot of girls. I'm glad would, you brought that up. A lot of girls would really get like just fucking just passing out like that. 
And we'd have to go in there. Oh, and, because and fools are like spiking their drinks and either shit? that or they just can't or they just candle liquor, liquor yeah. or whatever. See, man, so so when, when we were not to cut you off, go ahead, yeah. finish off. And all no, I'm just saying like so we would we would make sure like I made it a point to tell the guys like hey we got to keep an eye out for this stuff you know what I mean because we don't want the last thing we want is for some girl to get raped or whatever <laughs> you know what I mean I mean there there are customers you know at the same time but at the same time we're men too yeah, and yeah. we don't want to we don't want to allow that shit to, to be going on. So yeah, that's just not cool, man. No, so, it's not at so, all. Um, it's, it's weird because I've been thinking about that a lot, but I started really kind of looking back at my life kind of from my young teenage years until now, right? And looking at all the times I kind of party and whatever. And there are fucking dudes I could look back and go, that guy was kind of weird, man. Yeah. Kind of a creeper, fucking you know creepers, what I mean? Huh? Fucking creeper. Like, that shit exists, and it's weird, man, because like, Today, everything's about like the Me Too movement and all that shit. And, and a lot of that is largely absolutely a real thing. Yeah. Some of it's kind of like, okay, stop it. Like, just because you see a white van at fucking Home Depot doesn't mean some guy is trying to fucking <laughs> take you and fucking rape you. You know what I mean? Like, stop it. You know what I mean? Like, like there's, 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 there's a part of it. You know what I mean? That's yeah. like, that's real. There's a part that's not. But looking back, man, I can think of two people. I won't name them, but like, we're kind of weird with women, you know? Like, yeah. oh, hey, let's get her all hammered. And I'm like, what do you mean, yeah. bro? Like, I don't got to get her hammered. You can go to if, any bar and, yeah. and yeah. spot yeah. that, that it, one guy. If I, yeah. want, if I want to hook up with her, I definitely don't have to get her hammered, for one. But, like, I don't have to, like, it just, there's there's definitely some weird fools out there. So, yeah. you guys saw that a lot in the club, too? Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Then you guys and would probably tell those fools, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So, well, what do we do is uh, we would tell the bartenders, if you saw Keep somebody really, really hammered, just, you know, just stop them serving them. Stop serving them. If somebody would get really fucked up, you know, we were one of the security guards would stay with the girl until she got a ride by her friend or taxi. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. So we wouldn't leave her. We would take her and put her to the back. Yeah, and then give her water and stuff like that. You know, paper towels or whatever. Because sometimes and then we had one. We had a everywhere. Throw up. Yeah, we had a we had a female security guard. Shout out to Maria. Oh yeah, Maria. (laughs) She she was like Maria Machete. Oh yeah, she she was. (laughs) She was down. She though. was down. She was down. Oh, yeah. yeah, she, she was, was like a, she was probably like in her fifties. Okay, yeah, so she was so, like an older Mexican lady. Ask a question: Was she a lesbian? No, 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 no. She had kids. She had. She was a Shit. single, she was a single mom. I know, I know some lesbians who are fucking tough. As no, well. no. Tenia Pega too. She, she was there to work. She had money too. Yeah. yeah. No, Tenia Pega with the oh, Tenia Pega. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so she was hot. She was like a hot chick. Yeah, we. Uh, she was all right. I mean, <laughs> we, should, we should call her uh, Maria La Trailera. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, she was tough. In there. Yeah. She, she was tough. There. She really? was tough. She, yeah. she was there to work. See, that's dope. I yeah. respect the shit so, out of women so like Maria, that. Maria, so Maria would help us, like, you know, if we had those situations where just, just so we had a female on board, you know what I mean? And then um, that way we, she would... And we, we we tried other females and it just didn't work. No, we had it was one, usually in the bathrooms where we, they girls would go and hide out and throw. No, I'm saying like in security wise. Oh yeah, we, see, we tried no. other. We tried one other one and it was like, nah, nah. you're cut, you're gone. You're but Maria, she was like on point. So she was down for the brown side of town. She was throw chingasos. She was oh, like, yeah, jump in there. Yep, that's everything. dope. See, man, women like that, I give them all the praise. And she and she and was cool. Was that she was she was like a tough lady, but and also she was a mom and a grandma. She and was a grandma. She was a grandmother, and Holy she had, a, she, and she had, she took care of her autistic grandson, oh. and um, she was like, she's super great lady. Yeah, I mean, nice lady. Shout yeah. out to Maria. Yeah, well, I, mean, I, don't, I, I, I probably, I don't know, her last I, don't, name. I don't know her last name. Well, shout out La to Shout out to La Trailera. To Maria La Trailera. Just she was, she was awesome, awesome lady. Um, so she would, she would like, we would usually put her in charge of like the the girls, and they were too drunk and. She would always be like, "Hi, Mika," and then she'd like clean them up and, and take totally care take care of them. 
Oh, um, so she was even motherly too. Yeah, so. yeah. So wow. she was motherly, but then she'll punch you in the mouth. See, you know we I mean? need yeah. man. We need women like that in this world, so, man. We need more of those awesome. kind of women, you know. Yeah. Like so, um, yeah. So Maria, <laughs> Maria would always we would do that, or one of us would take her, but we would rather her do it just so that they wouldn't. Just, just for liability wise, so I don't say, oh, he grandma. Right, yeah, yeah. Then, you know, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like when cops, when there's a woman, they got to pat down, they call <clears> a female cop. Yeah. It's going to pat them down, which is kind of weird because to be honest, like if I was a dude and they're like, hey, bro, we got to call the gay cop to come pat you down, <laughs> I'm going to be like, bro, come on, man. You know, like why you got to do that for it? You know, just, just fucking, yeah. it's cool, man. Pat me down. If you're not gay, it's cool. Yeah, it, it, it's just uh, <clears throat> just saying, you know what I mean? Just saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, kind of weird, but I'm just saying. It's kind of weird that women think like, just because there's another woman, especially in 2021, like that woman, a lot of female cops, let's be honest, some of them are butchy kind of women. So like, the ones I know are. And so like, if you're a woman, you're like, I don't want to deal with the guy patting me down. I'm just get another woman over here. Well, like, All right, cool. the, the only time she, that happens is if there's, it's an exigent circumstance. Um, when Sorry, I'm using the big word again. Yeah, that, that was way too many syllables. So, yeah, <laughs> so you know, one of those circumstances where there's no females available and they have to do what's called a cursory search. And that's they just search for weapons. They're not doing like the full thorough search. Just just the, yeah, you know, we couldn't the waistband. Touch them. So we wouldn't just, touch them okay. at all. Open their purses like getters for drugs or whatever. Yeah. And usually they would carry the the knives for their boyfriends and, and their guns and shit like that yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, it was it was uh, it was gnarly. And then we had to. At one point, we were making them take their cowboy boots off. <laughs> we would catch all kinds of stuff. Oh, oh, makes you the boots belt. off and belts yeah. and uh, the belts too. Uh, belts for knives. Yeah, for all because belts have knives in them. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah, for a while we get guys buying these belt buckles, but there were knives. Yeah, so you would, would have to check them. Yeah, I remember it, Yogi used to yeah. check. He was fucking good. Cap, the rims, everything, the fucking hats, and the fucking pockets. <laughs> but he'd be all into it. Yeah, like he, 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 he had missing fingers, but he just—he was searching. You know? <laughs> hey, hey, those little yeah, yeah. cracks and crevices. You this know? guy was searching for contraband, <laughs> yeah. not yeah, just yeah, weapons. Yeah. Hey, he was serious he about was his job. Serious. He had a table behind him. It was like covered with knives, like crazy Shut lighters up. and yeah. shit like that. Weapons. Fun. It was pretty funny. I wish I met that dude, man. Yeah. Oh, he was funny. Going back, going back to Yogi real quick. So I, I used to feel bad for him, you know, because of his fingers and his prosthetic leg yeah. and stuff like that. And he was fat, you know. So I, I wouldn't make fun of him. And so because I didn't make fun of him, he saw me as a target. Because I was the only one. And I'd be like, man, fucking Tank's an asshole. So he's not making fun, fun of Yogi. You. Dude, <laughs> I fell asleep in the front and he fucking took a picture of me. And he fucking <clears> posted, <throat> like he telling everybody and like showing it to everybody. And like, a, I'm like, all right, motherfucker. That's Archer, it. remember Archer? Yeah. Archer worked with us too. Yeah, Archer was Archer, That's one. fucking funny. Oh, yeah. Archer. Uh, Anthony. Anthony. Anthony Archer. So, Archer. so I gave yeah. him some mask and stuff. Yeah. Off the tag he was another one that worked, yeah. that worked with us. He's yeah. a big kid. He's younger than us. Yeah, he's younger. I was his football coach at the time of Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, he, yeah. Anyway, it's a cool movie. guy, man. I don't know him personally that well, but when shit happened with this, he works. He works at a rest home, I think. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Man, can you come with some masks and stuff?" I never sent a bar. I'm like, "Yeah, man, I'll give you a bunch of masks." Yeah, he's like, a he's a great guy. Great yeah, guy. he seems like yeah. a really he's, good guy. Yeah, sure. I've known him for he's lots a big of years. Kid. Yeah, it's a big dude. I know, <clears> known him for <throat> lots of years and a um, good dude. That's why I brought him on board. You know what I mean? So, that's, so, so Archer was another small one. Small world, man. Oh yeah, but so I said, "All right, fucker, that's it." I'm not fucking holding back on you, oh, Yogi. I'm not gonna feel bad for you. But that's what he wanted. He wanted. He, he didn't want. He didn't want to feel like you were treating him special. Yeah, yeah. Of course. So he, 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 yeah, and and so he he was like <clears throat> that, and he would talk shit to us, and we would talk shit to him, and he he. he but the, if I would call him up, Yogi, I need you to work tonight. Bam, he was there. Yeah, yeah. He, he lived, lived in uh, L.A. He, he lived in L.A. Oh, really? He, he would commute from L.A. to yeah. 
to work with us in Oxnard. You guys gave him a purpose, and that's pretty fucking cool, man. And so he would come up, and he would, and anything, anything. I'd be like, Yogi, we're going to go to the gun show. Bam. And he would come up to Ventura yeah. to go to the gun show. He would drive three hours <laughs> to come up to, I mean, he, there's uh, probably better gun shows where he's at. Because he was like in, like he was, he was. Yeah. <clears throat> I, don't know, I forget what. Like Southgate or something like, he was like far. Yeah, like, I mean, he lives close by to his, uh. It's a big gun store. It's indoor range out there. Yeah, it's pretty big. He had no reason to come over here, but but because we would, we would yeah. he wanted to come with us. We go to the gun show right here in Ventura. You uh, got. By the way, it. when we're doing this podcast, I have an AR-15. We're gonna build out here just because I'm tired of all the bullshit the <laughs> stories we're hearing. I yeah. seriously have parts out here. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. That's what we're gonna do when we're done. <laughs> no, okay. you guys, we are. Don't say that. A- AR Pelican. <laughs> No, I have, well, I have multiple AR-15s, but we're going to build one here. I have, I, have, I, have, I, have the, I have the parts to build an actual real one. Your grandpa Biden is listening. Well, fuck, I'm over fucking that whole bullshit. Yeah, all of a sudden, Corona is like, okay, let's, let's take on the topic a little bit, right? All of a sudden, the Corona is not scary anymore. Now it's, ooh, googly boogly, gunman. Literally, every story across my feed lately has been about guns and multiple shootings, and this shooting happened here, yeah. this shooting happened there. Literally, as soon as Corona wasn't scary, now it's all, now it's all guns, 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 guns. I'm people stop the bullshit, man, please. Seriously. So we are going to build an AR-15 when we're done here. Okay. Just letting you guys know that right now. That's what we're going to do. I'm not kidding. All right. You guys, and, and you I, don't have, I don't have AR-15s. I've, I've yeah. never built one. I don't have okay. any gun. I don't have so any guns. So we're going to build one and we're going to give it to a Boy Scout. What are those? <laughs> <laughs> what are those? <laughs> But so you guys better call your viejas and say you need another extra hour because it's going to take us about an hour, to put, an hour to put it together. You know what I mean? It takes who an hour to put it All together? Right. <laughs> Moving yeah. on. So yeah, so, um, but yeah, he, he was he was a good dude. He would he would be down for whatever. Tell the so, sni- sniper story. Yes. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> hey, who's a sniper? Right. Tell so, the sniper no, story. No, you want me to tell it? Yeah, you tell All right, it. so <laughs> at the end of the night, you, sometimes... <laughs> He was the he was the the main part of the dude. It, it was one of those one of those fucking nights when this shit happened that you just, you're laughing but nothing's coming out. So we're <laughs> that's how <laughs> much you're, you're laughing so hard but nothing's yeah. yeah. Okay, so, so we're <clears throat> it's, just, night, just so you know, like like Tank Yogi and I were the always the first ones there and the last ones to leave. So Yogi was the homie. Then. Yeah, we were the first ones there yeah, and the last ones to leave. Dude. I'm bummed. I never got to meet him. Rest in peace to that dude. Yeah, oh, he's super cool. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, we're uh, at another night, and he's always smoking too. So he's outside smoking cigarettes. Yeah, or weed. So no, no cigarettes. cigarettes. So, so we're leaving right, and we're crossing the street, and he had, Boulevard. He had a prosthetic leg on, <laughs> so I'm walking behind him, and Robert's walking across the street, and there were some other people waiting for us at the parking lot, and he fucking falls. In the, oh. mi- the middle of the street, on the, the, the center divider. Did his leg fall off? Yeah, it just kind of out of like shattered or broke or something happened mm-hmm. to his leg. It, it he fell. Oh, so <laughs> somebody right away. Fucking, I started yelling, "Sniper, <laughs> sniper!" You know. So then, so then, tank gets on the radio, goes, "Man down, man down, <laughs> sniper on the rooftop of La Gloria." You know, so we were we were fucking dying laughing. Oh my, but it just happened so quick like that. It was like you know we responded. So did you guys help him up? So okay, so <laughs> no. this, this is where it gets. This is where it gets crazy. <laughs> You right? guys are dicks. This, you no. didn't run out to help him up? No, we did. We oh, did. We were, we were laughing. We were laughing first. We were laughing because, because he he, he kind of gets up and he's hobbling around and his leg is just dangling, right? And it's moving around. <laughs> and, and so and and so it's dangling and we're kind of like we're like Yogi, like what's you know? He's like he's like I can't I can't reconnect my leg. He says he's like, um, so then he tells Tank go get my crutches from my truck. 
because he he didn't want us to help him like carry him or nothing right, like right. that. He's like, no, nah, I got and it. Then, uh, and then and so then Tank runs to the truck. PD shows up. So so Oxnard PD <laughs> shows up and they see him standing in the middle of Oxnard Boulevard, and they're like, what's going on? And then I'm like, oh, his leg fell off and he's right there. He's he's getting the crutches right now. Did you at least tell them that he was one of you? Like, a yeah, he know he uh, saw the security shirt. So then he's like, right, hey, cool. fuck that fool. His leg fell so, off. Get him. So then, so, <laughs> so then, uh, Oxnard PD goes and he, and he turns his car side like <clears throat> perpendicular to the street to yeah. block off Oxnard Boulevard so that he doesn't get hit. <clears throat> and the lights are on, right? <laughs> but from the opposite direction, another Oxnard unit sees that the lights are on. And this guy's blocking the street and he's hauling <laughs> ass over. Comes in like almost like a, like in a movie, like you know, sideways, side burning, you know, whatever and. And he comes over, he's like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, this guy has a fake leg and it fell off. And, then, you know, we're just blocking the road. So then he goes, okay. So then now this guy turns and blocks the street the other way so that nobody comes from the other it's side. It's just snowballing. And, 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 like, and the lights are on. So everybody was like, everybody, everybody was like, he's out there looking. And Yogi's so embarrassed. He's like, God damn it. Fuck. He's like all pissed off. And then I'm like, Yogi, leave, wait, hold on. Before you grab your crutches, let me take a, let me take a video of your leg. And then he goes, fuck you, Robert. Fuck you. He's like, he was so mad. He was just like, it, was it so just happened so quick. It you was the last thing he wanted was attention. And you guys put a spotlight on him yeah. from both fucking north and oh southbound. But he loved it. He loved it. He loved it. Fuck, man. I wish I would have met that guy. He was hot. He tells me, he's like, hey, were you here for that? I said, yeah, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was one of the funny moments with him. I wish then, I would have met that fucking... He sounds he like a good guy, dude. Yeah, he's oh, a great he's guy. Funny. He was yeah. a great guy. Yeah. And, then, uh, and then Alex gets back from Afghanistan. Uh, yeah. And so then... Uh, I can't believe... But first of all, let's let's take a step back. What? Out of all the homies I grew up with and I hang out with and kick rocks with and been in trouble with, and this is the last motherfucker <laughs> I would have thought would have ended up in Afghanistan. <laughs> Let's be honest, right? Yeah. Fucking so so people don't know. So Alex is my good homie. Like kick rocks. Like he's he he's my he's one of my ribs. You know what I mean? He's, he's a homie. I love you. You know what I mean? You know yeah, that. Yeah. And, and so, um, but of all the homies that I know that I grew up with, this is the last fool that I thought would have ended up in Afghanistan. Really legitly. And uh, I want to say thank you. That's fucking awesome. I'm sure it was tough and difficult yeah. and all those things that that come along with being in in the military and having to go overseas. But I'm still shocked that Alex was in Afghanistan. That's uh, fucking crazy, man. Come on, bro. We. Yeah. Yes. And no. Cause shut the I mean, front well, door. Robert knows. I mean, <clears throat> maybe three blocks from where you lived on bond Avenue. Right. Me and Robert were digging foxholes when we were eight and five. Sure. You know, we were we were playing war before, but I didn't think of you like that though. Yeah, and this then, this was. The, can I say it without yeah, getting mad? Yeah, okay, ahead. so I call him. This is dirt to me. This is tierra, <laughs> right? This is my dirt, right? This is like, 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 and, and that's a whole story behind that. We'll talk about in another podcast. But <laughs> but we call dirt dirt. This is the homie, right? Like like this is my dog growing up, and I just didn't. It was it was mind blowing. But I think I think after we lost our homie, yeah. All of our minds changed. Yeah. And the next thing I know, this fool's in Afghanistan. So we lose we lose a good friend who you live with. Yeah. Well, I was sitting at his funeral, and I was looking around, and um, I'm looking at all you guys, all my friends, and everybody's bummed out. And, and, you know, I'm thinking of his life and how, like, how much the guy shined. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he he was just one of those beings that just outshined 
people around him. Yeah. Rest in peace, and Manny. It, but uh, but the the crazy thing about Manny though <clears throat> is when you walked in the room and he saw you, he made you feel like you were the fucking shiniest person exactly. in the room. Right. That that, that that's, that's what made gift. him shine. Yeah. That was his gift. Yeah. The, yeah. the fact that he made everyone else in the room feel special. He he, yeah. he he constantly did for everybody and nobody did for him. Yeah. And that was tough for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? He constantly, constantly gave himself to everybody. And everybody would give back to him in the sense of, oh, Manny and blah, blah, blah. But it wasn't legit. Right. Yeah. And that was hard on his soul, too. Like, like I'm giving everything I have to everybody all the time. But anyways, uh, rest in peace to the homie Manny, man. Fucking love him. Miss him yeah. daily. The DMX thing that just happened recently reminded yeah. me of him. Put me in a dark place for yeah. a second. Um because DMX, we had a song for the homies back in right. the day. You remember that Where song? Where my dogs at? Where my dogs at? And yeah. so, but 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 anyways, back to you though. Just yeah. right back on you. So, I love you. I fucking care about <laughs> you. You know, I've known you were dogs for yeah since we were kids. Yeah. But to think that you ended up in Afghanistan to me was mind blowing. I remember, I remember because I, I I went to Orlando for a while. I came back. I'm in Orlando for a year or so. I came back. Then we started all hanging out again or whatever. Right. And then Manny dies. And then next thing I know, this fool's like, I'm in the military now. And you were like 30 already. No, I was not 30. You were like 28 or 29? I was 26. You were not 26. No, you were not. I was 26. Older. Manny died when he was 28. You were older than Manny. You so were you're 30, way dude. off in years. You were 30, asshole. You were like 30 years old when you joined the military. No, yeah. it was in 2008. Manny died at 20. Actually, Manny died at 29. I was 28. You were 30. No, I couldn't have been 30. You were 30 years old and you're up in Afghanistan. That's the whole 29. reason. Shut up, Pop. Yes. You, <laughs> you, you, you enlisted at like 29 and you're in Afghanistan at 30, which yeah. I, I remember thinking to myself, like, because I was still in a really rough space because of everything that was happening with Manny. Yeah. But I remember thinking to myself, like, this motherfucker really enlisted. <laughs> and not just enlisted, but he's in Afghanistan. And I'm getting pictures like, this motherfucker's really in Afghanistan. Like, what the fuck? I, yeah, I was mind blown. I mean, man. the infantry. Yeah. Well, so I was sitting there and I was like, <clears throat> you know, that's it for him. You know, his yeah. his his book is closed. Closed. That's yeah. it. Final page written. And I then I looked inward, and I said, well, you know, I'm still alive. I gotta pour a drink for this one, man. Yeah, I'm listening. I, I said, I'm still alive. I'm going to go back and do all the shit I wanted to do since I was a kid that for one reason or another, I let somebody talk me out of or, you know, maybe persuaded me to go a different path. Right. But I always, I always knew what I wanted for myself. <clears throat> and um, joining the military was always one of those things. But, you know, I always heard my parents call my brother dumb and stupid for joining the military. <laughs> so I was like, man, but it's in your family though. Your whole family's military. I know, that's the crazy thing. Yeah. But, but when I did it, it was dumb. Yeah. When I did it, everybody was all good luck, you know, like, yeah. good job. Good job. Yeah. What's it, crazy though. Cause two, your whole family's military, yeah. like all the way back, like yeah. generations. Yeah, yeah. My grandfather was in <clears throat> World War II, World War II Pearl then, Harbor. My, then, one of my uncles, I just found out was, some of the first D-Day people that ended up and there's a whole book written about him I didn't even know about. This is my uncle. Yeah. It's my great uncle. It's my yeah. it's my grandmother's brother. Brother. Yeah. And I didn't know all this shit. And it's crazy, man, to look back. That was the last great generation. Yeah. So just to kind of suck you both off for a second, I am genuinely uh proud to say that I have friends that that like your family, by the way, like people don't realize your family has done their their civic duty 
to this country. And there's a lot of people in this world who don't do their civic duty. And I'm so tired of people complaining about what America's like and how America's bad and now all these bad things about society and blah, 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 blah. And none of them have given anything back to society in any way, shape, or form. So to you two and your family, I am proud to say that you're my friends and that I've known you guys as good, what I would call brothers in my life for many years now, you know? So thank you guys. It's fucking awesome that you guys are, that you guys did this and people will never, um, most people don't understand the sacrifices you guys have made and you're still making, you're still in the national guard. Yeah. Still. Right. I mean, you, you were in LA during the riots and shit. Yeah. Not, I will, not with different riots, but the Floyd, George yeah, Floyd, the, the whatever, what would you call it? Uprising. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't much. <clears throat> it wasn't much. Yeah. But, but what I'm saying is that like, like families like yours are what America is about. And, and, and we forget how important those are. I mean, if you look back in your generations, I've seen the stuff you guys post about generations. I'm like, man, this family's fucking done everything. Like there's, there's not much more this family can do for America. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Like this is the Guterres are like a captain America family. So all I'm saying is, well, it's thank the, you guys, man. Yeah. The Figueroa's. Yeah. The Figueroa's. Yeah. 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 It's your mom's side, right? Yeah. My mom's side. Yeah. Connie Figueroa. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to send a shout out to the guys in fifth brigade. Two one infantry division. Oh, oh yeah, crazy. Yeah, that, that uh, that's you, a and Afghanistan dirt. Come on, dirt. You're my homie, and I'm still like talking to you right now in front of you. Like dirt, really? Afghanistan, really? I was no. in Kandahar of all Kandahar, places. Kandahar was exactly. a horrible place, and then Fifth Brigade. And an infantryman. He's yeah. in the infantry. He's yeah. like fucking out there in the middle of the well, fucking. You have one job. desert. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. There's two. There's two types of jobs in the military. There's grunts and there's pogues, and so. You know, you have to be a grunt. You got to be on the football field. You were a you can't grunt, be on right? the sideline. Yeah, I was a grunt. That's crazy. And, and it's mind-blowing to me. Not to say that Alex was ever soft or anything like that. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is Alex was the <laughs> nice guy. He was the he was the suave guy, the boxer. You know, he boxed. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was the fucking De La Hoya of us. You know what I mean? Like, he was that nice fucking dude. And, and I just, I will never, I, and, I, and I do feel bad because I feel like uh, when you went there, I wasn't there for you. But I was struggling my own self with my own situation. Everybody you know? was at that time. Yeah, I Come was on. struggling and I was like, man. And I remember, I remember like a year later going, fuck, my fucking good friend is in Afghanistan. Thinking in my mind like, fuck, how can I help this dude? And by that time, you were already gone. I had no way to find you. Yeah, I didn't I even know. already heading back to yeah. Fort Lewis, Washington. <laughs> and he comes back. I'm like, dirt, you're in fucking Afghanistan. What the fuck? You know? Mm. So anyways, man, it's awesome. It's well, it, <clears throat> the brigade I was in actually made world news on a couple times <laughs> yeah, for a few, oh, I'm sure. few instances. Yeah. Really bad <clears throat> ones. Yeah. Oh, like, well, really bad and really good. There's things that you guys didn't hear about what we did there. Like we were the first troops into the Argandov Valley. You That's know, a huge fucking valley. It's, That's on it's, TV. It's, all it's, the time. it's nicknamed the Valley of Hell. Yes. Um, you know, we were we we took over that, and then we handed it over to I think it was hundred and first airborne, but uh, before the, before us there was nobody, um, and then where we were at was um, in Maywand, which is right next to Helmand. Helmand province is insane. So Helmand was where the Marine Corps was. That's where Strepo, right? No, no, no. No. I thought Restrepo was in Helmand Province. Helmand. Uh, the movie Restrepo, for people who don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. No. Um, Helmand is at the border of Pakistan. 
and at the border of Kandahar. That's where so the two provinces. Oh, that's where Bin Laden crossed over into Pakistan. Pakistan. Okay. Yes. So okay. Highway One is what they call it. It's one one highway that goes through through Kandahar, but it, it takes you all the way to uh, to like where Helmand is. And that's where Camp Leatherneck was. That's where all the Marine Corps... Leatherneck is in Helmand. Okay, that's yeah, where I know. Camp, Leather, yes. Camp Leatherneck was a huge <clears throat> base. They had their own airport. They had their own their green zone and all yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. had their own airport. But they had a fight to make that happen, though. Oh, yeah. They that wasn't that. an easy fight to make. Leatherneck was an easy thing to oh, make yeah, happen. Oh, no, no. They definitely had a fight to get it to establish it in the first place. Um, we, we had shithole fobs. Tiny little, you know makeshift forts you know that we made out of hescos and so hescos just so you know what they are they're like boxes that are that are lined with barb with a chain link on the outside and burlap and burlap and then you fill them up with sand so the chain link is to in case someone touches it no no, no just to, to hold oh, the box to hold, to get, to hold okay. the cardboard together so okay. when you fill it up with sand it's it's <clears throat> literally like, like a huge sandbag Gotcha. But in a box form. But you can sleep inside of it and all that no, shit. No, no. It's you no? just fill it, it's like a wall. It's a wall. You're creating uh, a wall. You're creating okay, a wall. I know what that is. So I've seen those when I watch Restrepo, those yeah, are those yeah, big exactly. things yes. that cause the they fill up with sand basically. It's basically you know that's to stop rounds. Right. And shrapnel, right. pretty much. Yeah. Which I could tell you <clears throat> you can have a whole podcast on that because I mean the, I, there was a mortar that hit maybe about 30 feet or 40 feet away from me, which picked me up and threw me like a rag doll, like I was nothing, like I weighed zero pounds. It just threw me up against a HESCO. And another guy who's 6'4", you know, 225 pounds maybe, a kid named uh, Mark Frazier, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um, it, threw, it threw both of us up against the, this wall and then... We were headed to, to the gym, the little makeshift gym that they had there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, I get up, and first thing I'm doing is counting fingers. Like, all my fingers here, <laughs> all my toes. I got all my limbs. Once I realized I was okay, I look over at, at my friend Mark, and uh, he's getting up, and um, nothing happened. We were inside the kill zone of a mortar. Right. Like, Everything should have been dead. Well, yeah, I mean nothing. I mean something happened. No, you were there. Happened. Well, what I'm saying is like your brain has to consume that, right? Like, like you were in that moment. Like, I wouldn't say nothing happened because nothing. You didn't die from it. You didn't have physical wounds from it. But that shit's still in your brain. Like, like that's it's some shit you don't get away from. You know, it's like kind of like situation you and I have been in that we won't oh, talk yeah. about this podcast where yeah. it's fucking gnarly. Yeah. Like, sure, I didn't die that night, but <laughs> it's in my fucking mind for the rest of my life. Right. And it's some shit I can't erase. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, that's insane, man. I, I, I get what you're saying in that sense, yes. Yeah, you know but, I mean, for the most part, so many crazy things happen where, like, your, your life could be gone in any second. Right. At so many seconds per day, like it just becomes you're there, you know what I mean? Like you're just constantly to the highest. It, it's you're living, man. That's that's called living. Like, like when you're uh, when you 
even you guys when you were bouncing, for instance, when the moments when you're excited, adrenaline's pumping, and you're doing some shit, we just it, it's it's the same shit. Like you're, you're in that moment, you're like like like, and and you become brothers at that point. Like the people you were with, mm-hmm. you instantly became family to them. Oh, absolutely. When you guys were doing your your bouncer thing, you instantly became family, right? Like yeah. like I have your back, you have my back, and I know that. And no matter what, well, here, that's going to be a thing. Listen to this. <clears throat> so. The first time I realized, well, not I didn't, it wasn't the first time I realized, but um, the first time I experienced something like that working at the sheriff's department, um, somebody questioned whether or not I would do my job. And I said, where I come from, you don't question that. You just know the person next to you is going to do their job. They're going to do the job to the right. best of their ability to make sure you don't die, not right. themselves. Right. You you don't worry about you right. first. You worry about the people around you first. Right. And an incident happened at the sheriff's department, and they said, why didn't you get involved? I said, well, I didn't know. And they said, well... Uh, where were you? I said, uh, I was getting a soda from the soda machine. I, there's no way I could have heard you <laughs> down two halls and through two doors. That's your big ass foot over here, Robert. Yeah, sorry. sorry. <laughs> your brother's got a big ass foot in my crotch over here. <laughs> sorry. You're like listening. <laughs> so, Stop being gay, bro. So, oh, I'm going to get canceled now. Oh, sorry. my God. Stop. Go ahead. <laughs> so, check it out. Um, this <laughs> sergeant tells me, like, <clears throat> well, you know, go to my office. And by that time I go to the office and I'm, I'm in there and I'm already thinking, you know what? Fuck this. You know, if they don't, if they don't want me here, like I I don't want to be here. They're lucky if they can have me. Right. And, and you've been in Afghanistan already. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think I'm afraid of not to be sexist, but do you think I'm going to be afraid of some girl who's getting froggy? Right. Like, no, dude. Like, the, I don't care if it's a guy, like, right. or, or a Martian. I don't care. Right, 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 right. Um. So they start yelling at me, and I said, I started yelling back, and then they were, they were like, oh, all of a sudden, like, it's a big deal because I'm yelling back at them and cursing back at them. Well, I told them I'm not a fucking inmate. Right. I said I don't need to put up with your bullshit. And um. They said, okay, let's tone it down. Let's take it back notch. All of a sudden, they want to scale it back down. Right. right. So then they said, uh, they heard what I had to say. They said, okay, that, that could possibly be true, but we're going to check the video. I said, you know what? Go ahead and check the fucking video. You know what I mean? Later on, I go eat, and everybody alienates themselves away from me <clears throat> because they know they heard a, a situation was possibly happening the sergeant that accused me had then uh come over at lunchtime and apologized because she checked the video i said the fact that you checked the video is the fucking problem i said where i come from you gotta trust me where i come from you trust the person next to you with their life right with your life and it's a mindset that I don't think they can grasp. 
as much as they want to call themselves a paramilitary, uh, what would you call it, organization, you, as much as they want to call themselves a paramilitary organization, they're not. Yeah. Everybody there looks out for themselves. You want to know what's crazy, though? Is that you're saying this now, and I feel your passion behind it. But here's the crazy thing. You and I and Manny and Jacob when we were kids, our lives were on the line many times, and we never questioned each other ever right. once. Right. We never questioned each other once. Like, like, like I would, there was many a times where I should have lost my life, and I would have lost it for them. And you, us, is what I'll call it, and never questioned it. Right. And none of them ever questioned me. Right. It just, it's something ever, that was understood. Yes, if exactly. you go out together, yeah. you come home together. And I'm not talking about, I'm just talking about in the street shit. I'm not talking about military shit. Like, yeah. military is a whole different thing. I'm talking like us as kids. It though. was the same concept. It's the same concept. It's the okay. same concept. It's brotherhoods. Like, we, we brotherhood. had a brotherhood. We grew up as brothers. And, 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 and I understand that. And what's crazy is I tell people, like, if I were to die today, man, and you know this, Alex, I went through so much crazy shit from the party we talked about earlier. And that's just like a fucking percentage of a percentage of a percentage of one point of the crazy shit that I was involved in yeah. to to my years now at 41 years old. I look back and go, if I were to die today, man, fuck. At least I lived a good ride. Yeah, I had a good ride. And I knew that back then. Even back then in our, in our 20s when we were going through this, Alex, I knew back then that like fucking... These man, were the days. We lived, we, <laughs> lived, we lived a wild time, bro. Yeah. You know? And... and, and I often uh, tell people that I, you know, I'm not a religious person by any means, but I do believe in prayer because I know that prayer activates something in the brain, that yoga and all that stuff. It's all the same thing. It releases a chemical in the brain. It makes people feel good. And I know that prayer is something that connects people in a weird, it's a scientific thing that we know. And I often pray. And when I think about that, I said, man, thanks for getting me to this point. Cause I probably should not be alive, you know? And, and, and that's me. This is you in Afghanistan and you in, 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 in you, you know, in the National Guard and all this other shit and the sheriffs. And all. like, I mean, to me, that's like people are like, oh, you have no idea. The stories like we all come from crazy ass stories, like legit crazy stories, man. But the thing is that, that we we've always been in it. We've, that's, how, that's how it's been yeah. for us since we were going back to being in the Boy Scouts. <clears throat> Organized you know, chaos. Being in the Boy Scouts and, and doing the, the crazy shit that we did in the Boy Scouts. <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, doing like was the, Boy that, too that, that was, <laughs> no, and it was, and it was a great experience. It was freaking awesome. Yeah. I kind of hate that it's been demonized, you know, um, and, and uh, because it was a great experience and, and it was, it was, you know, I got a lot out of it. And then, and then playing football at Santa Barbara High School. Yeah. Uh, that was a, a big deal. Well, you, you think of the mentors that we've had. They were all military up. guys. Well, no, no, not, not necessarily. Even Look at Coach Garcia. Coach Garcia was in the military. He was uh, in the military, yeah, right? Yeah, he was in the army. World record was in the military. <laughs> what What about um, rest in peace? I'm sorry, uh, Coach Robledo. Coach Robledo was he military? Uh, I think he did a stint in the army. I think he did a little bit. But I know, I know the two ones that I can think of is is Lito and, and War Record. They were in the military. Yeah. Coach and Walker. they and and they trained you like they were in the military. Yeah. yeah. They they definitely added yeah. that element. <laughs> you know, yeah. But, and, and come so on. I, I sucked at football, <laughs> and they still beat the but shit you, out of me every know, day. You, you know what I mean? Like back in the day with with Lito, yeah. the way he used to coach. And right. he will let you know if you fucked up on the field or practice yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And like nowadays, you can't you yell can't at a that. kid in the, in the field, you know? A coach can't 
yell at a kid. Yell at a kid because he'll get offended or his feelings hurt or some shit. Because I heard that Walker got in trouble for yeah. Oh yeah, fucking Swato. Swato was how he made funny for be trying to be a cholo. Yeah, that's when he turned his hat sideways and his glasses all crooked. It's like you fucking Swato when he fucking hit you with his clipboard with a helmet. Hey, I heard that Walker got in trouble. I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard this years ago. That worker got in trouble before the whole fucking stupid like PC movie came around for hitting a kid's helmet with his with his whistle. That somebody complained that he got in trouble for that. I don't know if that's I, true. I, I don't remember hearing that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't hear about Be, that because that 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 that's that's what he would do to me to keep me in line. And mm-hmm. I'm like, thank you, Coach Worker. Like I think when that man dies, there'll be a million fucking people at his at his at his. At his, at his oh yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely. Funeral. He he's you know definitely I mean? had like, an impact like, on lots of. He's lots had of, an impact on a lot yeah. of people. Yeah, the you know, Lito too, Lito yeah. too, right? Lito's when Lito dies, one. they'll be there. All of us will be there, being a hey man, Lito. I mean, like you know, I, I still talk Lito? to him all the time. I still Do talk you? to yeah, I still talk to him all the time, and 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 uh, every once in a while, we'll get him to go to lunch or something. And, and he won't remember me, but you tell him that he remembers my uncle John because yeah. he gave me oh yeah, John's kids. Uh, your uncle John. And a he, legend. Get, he, you know what, <laughs> Lito used to, you know, Uncle John is a legend, man. I love you, John. We got. By the way, we're working CIF on a podcast champion. with you, Uncle John, and, and DJ Molina. Oh man, that'd be that's the next one. Yeah. So we're working on that. That's so a lot that's, of beef too. That's gonna be the next one. We have a lot to talk about. So, but Lito, Lito, Lito gave me a lot of love and respect because of my uncle. Yeah. And he's like, this will this kid ain't this kid ain't a football player, but he's got heart. And I'm gonna I'm gonna have him here. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he he was that he was just a different person, man. Yeah. So so like in and even going to a different thing. While Alex was in Afghanistan. He, uh, we, we, uh, think smack his up. arm again. Cause we heard on the mic, <laughs> <laughs> a thing came up. We had an alumni game come up, right? We we're going to play We had a chance to play San Marcos. So, mm-hmm. uh, Maxim, he was like two years old and, uh, I remember he used to go to practice with he, us. Yeah. yeah. He was two. And so, we, so, uh, we, we were, um, we, we, we had an opportunity to play again. So I was like, bam, opportunity to put on the gold helmet one more time, 300 bucks, that's a deal. Fuck, boom, Fuck pay the 300 yeah. bucks, let's do this. So I started training and and uh, started doing like strongman stuff. And then um, I had like a sled, I had a couple things. And then Tank goes, hey, could, yeah, I, could, I could train with you? And then I'm like, fuck yeah, come on, let's go. So then Tank started training with me. So then we, and then we'd have our kids out there on the field and we started training. And then I was like, oh man, I wonder if I could do this, this and that. Like, I, I, I wish I could do this. And uh, back then, it was a lot harder to get stuff, equipment, because there wasn't that many companies. Now there's a tons of companies, and you can get, <coughs> like, you go anything, and you get, like, Titan Fitness stuff for free shipping, and it's cheap, you know what I mean, and shit like that. Like, you know, obviously, if you want the better stuff, you get the Rogue <coughs> and stuff like that or, or whatever. But you can get, back then, there was, there, that didn't exist. So then I, so then I, I told uh, Tank's like, well, maybe I can, he made the first contraption. I don't know what he did. I, f- I think he made a, a Dude, prowler. I, so he made a prowler and then I, and then he goes like, I know I'm a, I'm a welder. So then I'm like, oh shit. You're a welder? Well, I've worked for the county, oh, but, okay. um, at our shop, we, I mean, up through my years, I've learned how to do everything and welding. It's just one of the things I picked up and I just, uh, I love doing it, you know, just fabricating Machinery and stuff like that for other, you know, for companies or whatever. Um, and then I didn't know powerlifting, strength training. I did lifting like at the high school, like everybody else. So Robert kind of introduced me into strongman and, and powerlifting. So uh, <clears throat> he asked me if I can make this and I'll make that. And 
I look at a picture I, of whatever. I sent him a picture of them. Like, Here, can you make this? Yeah. And I sent him a picture. And the next day, he would come with it. Yeah, he would, came, he would come with it. And I'd be like, oh, shit. So we, we had a, so we had a, a, a prowler sled. We had a drag sled. Got we had a couple kegs. A couple kegs tire. that we'd throw and lift over our heads and stuff like oh, that. Like to and carry shit. Like yeah. This is so, like CrossFit shit. No, no. It, this was just like more strongman strong man strong stuff. Man. Um, so, was, so CrossFit is kind of like strongman diet. Um, CrossFit is, is more... It's endurance. like endurance. It to, it's total things. Repetition. It's not just strength. It's okay. an endurance. It's a, it, a lot of it's even knowing how to do the exercises. Like try walking on your hands. You know what I mean? Yeah, do a handstand walk. Cross shit like that. So stupid. It's like vegetarians for fucking so, working out. You know? No, it's, 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 it's hard. It's hard. No, no, I know, no, I know. It's extremely difficult to do. I get it. It's fucking hard. But it's like, come on. I could throw a bag around five times around my head and I, it's going to be hard. Like it, what I'm saying is that like. What you guys were doing is something different than like CrossFit is is an organization. It's a business that found a way to make money. And I believe genuinely in my heart that like people, I've seen young women, for instance, who are like in their 20s, like I'm going to do CrossFit. And then they just wreck their bodies. I'm like, you're not a professional athlete. You don't have to do that to look good. Well, there's your goal the, is to look the good. thing is, is that some people get a little uh, rambunctious and they think they can do like the... They go all out every day. Like, you like, why I mean? do you have? But to even box the professional, jump? even the professional, bar, like uh, the the guys like the, the top level, um, they won't they won't do like the quote unquote wads every day. Right. They'll do like they'll work. You know. So all right, today we're gonna <clears> work <throat> on my clean and snatch. And What's today, popular? So, so why does a chick who works at Target have to do a fucking forty five inch box jump? So it's stupid. It's, yeah. it's, it's, I, mean, oh, I mean, but what, I, what I, I'm saying what I'm saying is that 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 workout is not. If you want to get fit and you're you're a female, you're a male, and you're concerned about getting in shape, like that workout is probably like it's literally designed for like elite athletes. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's kind of silly. It, so the, the idea behind the I don't participate. I have because because at the gym that I used to belong to, CrossFit was on the outside, and then it was powerlifting on the inside. Mm-hmm. And so we would always like laugh. We it was that Fisher strength. Yeah, Fisher oh, strength really? and health. Yeah, and so we would la- we would laugh at each other. Like we would like they'd, they'd always go like stay tight, stay tight. Like yeah. like yell that because we always say like come on tight tight because you you get you have to get tight when you have six seven hundred pounds on your back. Sure. Or yeah. you're you yeah. ha- you're holding up you know so much weight that there's so much pressure in your nasal cavity that you feel like you're twenty feet underwater. You know what I mean? So they would always make fun of us, and then we'd always like make fun of them. Like you know, with their stuff and everything, so it was, it was but but we, it was the equal respect. And then every once in a while, I would go outside and I would do a wad with them, and they would be like, and they would kick my ass because mm-hmm. I'm not, I wasn't. You weren't conditioned for. I wasn't conditioned for that. It's cardio. It's it's full workout cardio. Is what it sounds like. High to intensity me. cardio. Yeah. yeah, high intensity cardio. So it's you do a bunch of but little I, circuit things without stopping, and and you know that's 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 CrossFit. You know, strongman or powerlifting is more static strength. Yeah. Right. What I think yeah. of it is like is have those dudes do what you were doing, then now they would they would they would they so, would, so yeah, ev- yeah. eventually they what the the guys that were like the better crossfit crossfitters on the outside they would come in and, and work out like a bench press, and learn the, the proper bench press and then or come out and do a squat learn the proper squat or deadlift, like sharpen up their deadlift form, and and so they they would we would swap back and forth. I get that, but who needs crossfit? Well, I, I wouldn't knock any work you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, granted, I get I yeah. get that. What I'm saying is that I've I've know I now know three women personally who have jumped into CrossFit and now have like knee replacements. Like one had a knee replacement, 
because of it. One had issues with her shoulder, and another one had issues with her back. And it was like it wasn't like your typical back problems. It was something gnarly where she had to have yeah. surgery and shit like that. And I, was, I was like, I was like, dude, you're 135 pounds. Like the fact that you're doing this workout to be in shape and to look good in a bikini, like this is insane. That you you felt you need to do this to this level, like like professional athletes do this, like uh, yeah. like the like the professional NFL fucking linebacker is doing this kind of workout. Like you don't have to do this to feel. To look good is what I'm saying. So, like so I'm, I'm a, I'm a, a, I don't participate in CrossFit, but I'm a fan. I like, I like to watch it. Um, I like to watch like Fraser and, and, uh, and, and like Brooke Entz and, and Sarah Sigmund's daughter and stuff like that. I, I, I like to, I'm a, I'm a fan. <coughs> um, and region, recent, recently they had uh, Fraser on the Joe Rogan podcast and he talked about that very thing about, you know, how, cause Joe Rogan said the same thing you said about people wrecking their bodies doing it. And, he said that he was lucky when he went from, he was actually an Olympic weightlifter. And so he learned a lot of stuff about um, the mechanics of the body through Olympic weightlifting. And then he ended up, uh, I think he ended up um, throwing his back out because he was doing these grueling workouts up at the Olympic, um, whatever the, the facility they have. Yeah. yeah facilities. And, and so he had to like produce, you know, he, he was under a lot of pressure to produce and then he ended up messing himself up and then he stepped away and then someone invited him to go to a thing. He said, I was lucky I landed into a legitimate CrossFit uh, gym. He says, because there was, there was plenty of coaches and they were all watching and they were all correcting form. And there's a, he said, there's other ones where I've seen their train wrecks. He says, they'll go in, they'll put CrossFit on their gym. Yeah. But it's just, that it's, that's all it is. There's nothing. Right. You know, there's no, there's no like a trainers. technique. Yeah. It's, it's, it's technique. A lot of people get hurt. CrossFit or even anything, anything. People get hurt all the time. Technique, even right. even in power powerlifting, there's a lot of a lot of technique. You just can't go in there and start picking up heavy as weight that's or whatever. True, that's true. All I'm saying is like it, it, it seems super extreme for a chick who's just trying to have a bikini body. But the community that we're, that's a, it's it's the community that's involved in it. It's pretty neat. It's pretty neat to watch how they all back each other. I mean, it, it's it's they're a part of something. It's like a group thing. It's and a so, cult. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's like, like a, fucking vegans. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like so, you can't talk to a CrossFitter who doesn't talk about being fucking like like if you talk to a vegan person like you don't you don't even need to know they're vegan they'll tell you they're vegan. Yeah. Crossfitters are the same way. Well, so, you talk to a powerlifter and first thing they talk about is yeah, how, you how many calories are you taking in? Yeah. <clears throat> you fucking powerlifters. Too, exactly. too, too many. Too many. Too many. Yeah. All of them. That's all, all I'm taking. All, all I'm saying is that the, how much protein do you eat? Not all enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all I'm saying is the average person doesn't have to do that to be fit. No, That's not at extreme. all. Not at all. It's an uh, the average workout. person, if you, so the, the, the average person, all they have to do is go for a walk, you know, be able to do 10 pushups and be able to do, you know, sitting down, you know, stand up and from a chair, get up off the floor. That's what the average person should be able to do. Yeah. You well, know I mean? don't mean that. What I'm saying is the so, average person that wants to be healthy. Yeah. No, that's healthy. That's healthy. Yeah, people you, should, that, you should have seen people that there's a lot of people that don't. My really? sister, oh. rest in peace. There was a point where she was so heavy. She couldn't, it was, I would, I would, she would, I would tell her to get on the floor and she would, to get up was really super difficult for her. And I would tell her every single day, get up off the floor 10 times, yeah. you know? And so, and, and so that's how she ended up. She was getting stronger, 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 stronger. By the end of her life, she was going in the gym and doing two hour workouts at the gym where she couldn't even move before. She was trying. So she was trying. So that, that the thing is, is that there, for <clears> most <throat> people can't do that stuff. Right. Right. You know, well, rest in peace to your sister, both of you guys, man. Yeah. That was a tough one. Yep, definitely was. Yep. 
Right. So, but that's a so that yeah. that's a thing. So, so <clears throat> that's another podcast. Yeah, that's, that's, another <laughs> that's podcast, a whole other thing, man. It really what is, you know. Oh, wait. Yeah, how, on the mic. Uh, yeah. How hard it is to go from sedentary to you know fit. Yeah, like because you right. you go from being all heavy and slow to quick and strong, and like it's super hard. Yeah. So Max has grown up in the gym. So when I was Maximo, yeah, his name is Maximo. Um, when he was when he was a baby. When he was a baby, uh, he would go to the gym with me, and so I'd set up the playpen, and everybody, you know, by <coughs> end of the, the sh- by the end of the workout or whatever, he'd have chalk all over his face because the guys would go there and mess with them and stuff like that. <laughs> so he grew up in the gym, and he he's really like uh, he would know. I think he knows more than most thirteen year olds Dude, about working. Out. I thought this kid was eighteen. Man. <laughs> when he walked in, my my son's gonna about to be eighteen in a couple yeah. weeks, right? And. Uh, when he walked in, I was like, oh, this is cool. That's, I was like cussing and whatever in front of him. Like, oh, it's cool. He's like going to be 18. Like, no big deal. 13 years old? Yeah. It's yeah, ridiculous. Even, uh, I'm sorry. even uh, my son, Matthew, he, he started when yeah. he was very young going to the gym with me. Yeah. And uh, he, I remember he used to put hand marks all over Robert's back. <laughs> yeah. <chalk>. Yeah. <laughs> he would, yeah. He'd walk over and slap me in the back. Like, God damn it, Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> he started, he started uh, when he turned 13. He was interested in lifting weights and stuff like that, and, and he got into it. Well, your your, into your it. kid is now he's older and he's he's been pumping yeah. iron for a long time. Yeah. Your daughter, yeah, my lifts daughter, too, same right? thing. My daughter, she uh, she just started. Uh, oh, same thing. She's always been interested, and I would take her to the gym, and and I've never pushed my kids to do like go to the gym, or they actually pushed me to go to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> and I get off to work, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do shit. And he's like, No, let's go to the gym. Mm-hmm. So yes, she she likes it. She's getting strong. I've been watching that. You, and getting, you take them hunting and all that stuff. Yeah. Right? So like in my family, since we were since the Who's kids a were Mexican small, Joe Rogan. <laughs> since we were we were kids, um, there were kids. I've introduced them to firearms, fishing, hunting. You know, off roading. So, you know, since there were, shit, I want to say eight, the nine, babies. ten years old. I, love, I, I watch your stories, man, and I am so proud that you're doing that. For and me. I mean, my kids, my daughter, she has her own AR. All my kids have their own stuff. We're, you gonna, know? we're building one after this podcast. I'm just <laughs> so, saying. I'm not kidding, by the way. I'm totally not kidding. And she loves it. She just got her, uh, she went through her hunting uh, safety course and got her hunting license. <clears throat> Good and shit. And she's gone deer and bear hunting with me and birds I, and everything. I, I didn't yeah. want to kill anything in my life other than I want to kill a bear. How do you even kill it, Shoot it. You shoot, you shoot it. it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you eat it. There's like a weak point, right? Okay. We um, actually, uh, my daughter and I, her first day hunting with me, uh, we actually saw a bear. Uh, we were glassing down in the uh, valley, and the bear came out on the road. It must have been 30 yards from us. If he would have been looking a little bit to, to, to the left, we would have easily taken the bear out. Yeah. Yeah, but she likes it. She likes the honey and she likes guns and I love that fishing man. and all that stuff. Yeah, it's, 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 fun, it's funny too because uh, so like going back to Matthew, uh, we, we were we were at a uh, powerlifting competition and Matthew was in it, and then Tank is talking to Matthew and, and Matthew's kind of like whatever, like brushing him off, and then Tank turns to me and goes, "Fucking tell him something, all right?" And then I'm like, "All right." <laughs> so then I start telling him, and then he's like, "He's like, Cause he won't listen to me. Fucking tell him something." So I started telling him like, "Hey, you need to you know they're being freaking uh, depth Nazis, and you need to fucking get lower on their squat and da 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 versus that." So the first one he bombs out, and he goes, "You're right." And I'm like, "They told you like, listen to your dad, you know." Yeah. So he, he started when he was 13, and he got hooked on it, and and every competition we would go to, he was the youngest. 
you know, teen the young competing. <coughs> and he's always, he competed with 20-year-olds and 30-year-olds. And, and, and he's fucking huge now, though. And he's big. The yeah. same kid I see on Instagram, right? Yeah. yeah. He's he's actually a kid, he's a young man now. Like yeah. yeah, so right now he's not competing because of the whole COVID shit. So he's just kind of maintaining strength. But uh, he's he's doing very well. I mean, he's squatting. He's huge. Are you kidding me? He was squatting some shit. And I was like, oh, I can't do that. He's and I was like, and I was like, fucking, whose kid is? Oh, it's Tank's kid. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, like fucking, you know. He's yeah, huge, it, I mean, he's he's his squats are like in the around five hundred. He wears a whole fucking outfit yeah. too when singlet? he does it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. singlet. Singlet. Yeah, yeah. 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 So so singlet. It's basically like a man bikini. Yeah, kind of right. It's like, it's, no. like a, it's like a man. What would you call it's those? A, it's a wrestling singlet. Yeah, it's a wrestling singlet. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah, but 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 I'm saying when he's lifting, man, I'm like, holy shit, this kid's an animal, man. Yeah, he's strong. And it's he's just, strong. You know, when he was young, he was impatient. He wanted to lift heavy all the time, and right. You know, you just, that's one thing about kids nowadays. They want to. They see all the shit on the internet. Instant. You know, they want it right away. They and want, it takes work. They want, yeah, they want yeah. to be strong, like the guy that you've seen or whatever. <clears throat> so it all you know it takes time, patience. Yeah, you know, be smart. Work. Be smart about your training. Well, well, one thing I wanted to say about you that I really, really, truly respect is how you're how you're raising your daughter, man. I watched that online, and I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, he takes her off roading. He lets her drive when they're off roading. Oh, that Jeez. was funny. So I just pulled yeah. up and all right, you drive the truck. And she's never driven a car. Any, and she's like, first what, time. I can drive. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, so with the all right. So she did. She did well. And no, no, but I, I watch that kind of stuff, right? So, um, she's gonna grow up to be a badass woman because of the oh yeah shit yeah. you're instilling in her. You yeah, know she's, like, she's like, very like, strong. Yeah, like very like strong. like like I see the workouts and the efforts and what you're doing and the the yeah. teaching how to hunt and how to fish and all that crazy stuff and I'm like, man, that's badass and and I respect that because a lot of people. <clears throat> They're not giving that to their kids these days, you know? And, and, yeah. and I, I, I honestly, like in my life, I could have taught my kid a lot more things. And now I'm just starting to do that now. And he's already an adult, you know? Yeah. Now I know it's never too late. It's never too late. But yeah. he, he's appreciating it now. You know what I mean? He's, he's like, Dad, thanks, man. And like, even it's just, but I miss, it. there's just things that like, where like I see that and I'm like, I respect the fuck out of that tank. Uh, they don't really remember do. when they get older. They'll yeah. remember every single moment that you created yeah. with them. Yeah. yeah, I respect the fuck out of that, man. Well, like Robert has a shift. He does shift work where he's days and nights, and then he works 12-hour shifts. So he can't go to the gym every day with Max. Right. So the days that he doesn't... Who's got to go to the gym with this guy, though? He's fucking huge. Look at him. <laughs> he go by himself, right? No, no he, he, still needs to, he still needs work. I could, probably, I could probably bench more than him right now. Yeah, you can so, all right, good. Oh, all right. He's only 13, though. How much do you bench? Oh. 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 He's coming out. Don't say it again. Don't be a hater on my podcast, bro. <laughs> How much do you bench? <laughs> I don't, I don't, don't, say don't say numbers. Don't say numbers. It'll be it'll be in the 300s. <laughs> For a short fat guy, I'm good. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. But, uh, but no, but, but you know what I'm saying? Like, this kid, he's got it. You know what I mean? You've given it to him. Yeah, and, you know? and and it's and then that's the same thing. Is like I don't make him do it, and right. and I always tell him like sometimes he doesn't want to go to the gym, and I'm like, all right, if you want to be a piece of shit, go ahead, and I walk away. And then, <laughs> but I'll take him. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So when he doesn't take him, I take him. 
takes a neighborhood to raise kids and people don't realize that. And yeah. So Just the same thing when Alex was in Afghanistan, I had his sons all the time. And exactly. I would, you know, you know, whatever. And why are his fucking 28 kids successful now? Because of <laughs> you were there when he was in Afghanistan. <laughs> Alex has a bunch of kids, by the way. That I all know of. <laughs> and the ones at Tijuana don't count, bro. Because yeah, I was there I thought, with you. I thought we agreed no TJ stories. Yeah, and I was there with you and I don't remember those. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to leave it at that, but, uh, yeah. And it, it is definitely like, you know, and, and, and it's pretty neat. I don't know. I, I, I enjoy watching them grow up and <clears throat> the changes, you know what I mean? Like I've seen, I mean, for the longest time, I, I didn't know Tank's daughter's name. I thought her name was Mama's. So that's what we still, Victoria. Victoria. You know, Victoria. Everybody Shout calls Mama's. Yeah. Shout out to Victoria, so but I, for she's the long time podcast I was, now. Shout out Victoria. Yeah. Victoria. Yeah. What's up? So, so hey, I, by the way, I know her mom. <laughs> Carmen, who's fucking dope as fuck. I know her since high school too. Yeah. It's crazy, man. What a small world. Yeah, you know what I mean? definitely. So she comes from two we're, really good people. We're trying people. to get her to the gym, but <laughs> <laughs> Carmen's not even tripping. Uh-huh. But 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 what I'm saying is that Victoria comes from two really good parents. Definitely yeah. on both sides. So yeah. you know, what I mean that that matters. It takes a village to raise people. It takes two parents to stand up and be good parents. But it takes a village to raise people after that. Yeah. And so yeah. you're definitely a product of your surroundings. You know, hundred um, percent. And, and uh, I think it's it's like good to put put your kids in a, in a good situations, um, you know whether it's you know like Max participates in the solid program with with Ruben. I just and started being a sponsor of that program. Yeah, and so um, I'm sorry with Gilbert. With Gilbert, yeah, Gilbert, Gilbert yeah, Gilbert, Gilbert Regalado. Yeah, solid foundations, um, man, awesome. They've been on the podcast before. Yeah, yeah, Stuff and so here. so the you know he he's you know he he knows. Um, Gilbert's daughters and, and they're awesome kids too. He so, could be somebody there to help out Gilbert run it. Yeah. Well, Even at 13. Well, he, he, he's still a, uh, he's still a novice. Kid. No, he's but what, what I'm saying is that, yeah, I know. I can't believe you're 13. Oh, Jesus Christ. What are you feeding this kid? Um, how, how tall are you? A little bit like six foot. He's yeah. like six foot. Yeah. yeah. He's 13 people. He's six foot tall. And he weighs uh two ten. Do you know that women, Two twenty six foot tall. He's thirteen. Do you know that women dream of a man like you, and you're not even a man yet? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's absolutely insane. Size, what are you feeding this kid? Size fourteen shoe. No, thirteen. Size, <laughs> size thirteen shoe. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I don't know. Let me see. Your, let me see your forearm. <laughs> ah, these girls don't know what's coming. <laughs> yeah, no, it man. I, I honest to God, and I feel really bad. I genuinely feel bad that one. You walked in, I thought he was my son's age. <laughs> and I started talking like, oh, it's cool because my son's like an adult now, right? Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, blah, blah. No, and, and, and you know, I, oh, I've always, I've always well, talked like that around him. And The way I treat him, when, you know, when he's over with me, you know, I tell him, I'm not your daddy. I yeah. don't give a shit about your feelings. Like, that yeah. shit, you know, cuts out right then and there. When we lift, it's serious business. It's yeah. not, we're not messing around. We're not playing. <sighs> 13, man. Jesus Christ. This is like Captain America, the Mexican version. And so, yeah. He, I mean, he wants to, it, just like I, I, growing up, he wanted to play football and I didn't want him to play football yet. So, um, I didn't want him to play football. So I try, I try to get him to play other sports and I try to get him to play uh, basketball. And when you're tall, why don't you play basketball? I don't want to play basketball. I want to play football. All right. Well, why don't you play 
baseball. soccer, baseball, something else. <coughs> nope, I want to play football, right? Flag football. He's like, do you drink decaf coffee? And I said, no. He's like, well, I'm not playing flag football then. <laughs> and I said, motherfucker, use my he's logic. He's related to his father, yeah, huh? Yeah, use my logic against me. Hey, so. you know what, man? I'm, I, I am just shocked at how big this kid is. I don't, I, I can't, we'll, we'll take pictures, right? So yeah. that people know how big this fucking kid is. <laughs> And six foot tall, 200 and how much? 220. 220 pounds, and he's 13 years old. That's when I walked in, I said, God damn, this feels good. I'm taller than everyone here. <laughs> he's, but, he's, but like he's, I told I'll still kid. beat your ass. Yeah. <laughs> well, going back to the gym thing, I get mad sometimes when I go over to Solid. Like, these kids, they mess around with weights. And I remember, like, well, it was like a, probably like a year or two ago, I was messing around in the gym. And I was hanging out with my cousins. I was messing around. I got in trouble because I, I think I dropped the bar. Like, I decided to lift it up over my head. And I dropped it. And I got in a whole bunch of trouble for it. So then, it, and like, I think about that. And then when I go to the gym, I'm always like, okay, this isn't a place to mess around. You don't go and right. have fun here. You go and lift weights. Then you go and have fun. Think about, like, oh, my God, I lift that much. And then, then you get excited. Yeah. But not when you're there. Like yeah. I think, like that's like a that's that's just like you're in a mode. That'll change as you as you get older and yeah. you start having more fun in the gym, or like little things, like putting chalk on someone's back and <laughs> you know that kind so of stuff. So that'll change, yeah. It, it's like at, at, at our gym, yeah. You know, we go there and we we work out or whatever, but our gym is not like your typical twenty four hour fitness. Gym. Conventional. I mean, our gym is, is, is loud. Tank, what do you bench press your, your heaviest weight? Now? Right now? Well, your heaviest ever. Um, 485. All right, Robert, what's your heaviest ever? It's almost six. Almost 600 pounds? 600 pounds. Alex, your heaviest? Uh, 455. Oh, fuck all you. Yeah. Mine was like 360-something. <laughs> It, but it, for it, like, that's totally strong, you assholes. For somebody who doesn't well, no, six hundred pounds and, with a shirt, uh, yeah, it, was, it was with the shirt. It oh, was with the bench shirt. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was with the bench shirt. Um, What's a bench? Is that the one thing that kind of spreads across your chest and yeah. it it, uh, it it limits your movement a little bit? And then, yeah. so if you learn how to use it correctly, I mean, you still have to be strong. You still have to be able to hold up six hundred pounds. It doesn't matter. Like, well, no, it's people, not going to do it for it, you. Do you guys want to know what's crazy? I just said like three hundred sixty pounds, and people on this podcast are going to go. They're going to look at what you guys said and go, that's that's ridiculous. And they're going to look and go, guys, are going to judge me, but they're not even going to be able to lift that much. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, there was like a, hey, hey, bro, if you want to judge we, me, we were at a family, much, You know what I mean? Like, we were at a family party, and <laughs> this one one guy that married into my family <clears throat> asks Alex, or tells Alex, like, oh, man, I saw this guy doing two plates, which is 225. Yeah, so, He's like, it just seems so ridiculous to me. And then, so then Alex tells him, like, hey, well, you know, like that's not that's like normal, and then he goes, but it's just why would you want to do so much weight like that? And then so then he said so then Alex tells him well Robert does three like nothing, and then and then he goes three, and then and so then uh, he goes he's a like, really he's like, so then he, uh, he says uh, so then he turns around and asks me he's like so really you you can do three plates and then Alex tells him like no ask him how many times he could do three plates that's, more, <laughs> that's the appropriate question well, you know because it, it was people that don't understand they, they don't understand they, the they plates, have no yeah. clue yeah. what that world is like. that's that's exactly why and, I just and, brought and so, it up like like I'm not right now I'm just starting over again but I'm fucking still strong as fuck but when I was strong yeah. years ago like people don't realize how much weight I was pushing at fucking 
me. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm like, so when I see you guys talking about, I'm like, Jesus Christ, the Swole Patrol, six hundred pounds. So, hey, so they, call the it, Alex, they call us the Swole Patrol. We'll talk, <laughs> we're we're gonna touch on that in a second. So, so, we're so, gonna uh, the Swole Patrol stories for so then sure. He, he tells me, he's like, well, that's ridiculous. Why would you want to do that? And I said, I don't know. I just I like the feeling. He's like, that's so ridiculous. Well, to me. Going around and jumping around with a bunch of sweating guys trying to throw a basketball through a hoop because he plays basketball after work right, every day. Right, right. Um, to me, that's not that's feel, that seems ridiculous. <laughs> you know what I mean? But to me, trying to pick up as much weight as I can, it, that does not seem ridiculous to me. You know, right. who doesn't want to be strong? And, and if you're saying that you don't want to be strong, you're lying because you do want to be strong. You just don't want to put in the work. Yeah, that's that's just the way it is. And all so, you're incapable. And yeah. who are you competing against? It's yourself. It's yourself. It's yourself. One hundred percent. It's always yourself, man. I can't compete against you guys. Fuck you guys. So, but that's Suck not my the thing. I wouldn't expect the, 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 the awesome myself. thing at, at our gym is we don't expect that you do more than me. Right. It's I expect you do more than you did yesterday or the last, the week before or whatever. Right. And, and so, and then we push ourselves in that, you know, or we'll help each other out. And like um, just today, uh, a friend of ours that that uh, goes to the gym. Uh, shout out to Tim. He uh, has the Norma Tech, um, like there's these pressure compression compression uh, things. Oh, those help you. are good. I have I have you. those here. No, they do. Yeah, oh. I have I have a version of those. Yeah, here. so so they help with the with the circulation, circulation in your legs, and so he he told me I have to do the Bataan Death March on Saturday. And that's uh, 27 miles of, with a 40 pound rucksack. That that's basically a marathon with the 40 pounds on your back. Yeah. And so I'm going to do that on, on Saturday. Just so people hear that. I've done it before. Yeah. Just so people hear that. It's a fucking marathon with a fucking 40 pound sack on your back. Yeah. So um, I'm going to do that on Saturday. Wait, so why are you doing that though? It's gnarly. Just B- because. Believe me. Uh, just for fun? Just well, like it's, just it's in commemoration of the uh, the Bataan Death March that happened in 1942 when uh, the Japanese World took War over the, the Japanese took over the Philippines. And they didn't anticipate capturing as many American soldiers as they did. So they weren't prepared. So what they did is they made them walk 60 miles. To see how many of them would drop. And, and you know, how a lot of Americans died during yeah. that march. Yes. I know this march now. now That's why it's called know. the Bataan Death March. Yes. A bunch of people died in that march. And uh, so yeah. this the, it happened uh, April 9th, 1942. Dude, the fucking so, Japanese were relentless, man. Yeah. So, so then this is, a, this, this is a march. It normally happens in White Sands, New Mexico. But because of COVID, you could do it remotely. So me and a couple guys. You gonna be on a fucking treadmill? No, I'm gonna be with a tracker on my phone, and okay. I have to walk the 27 miles. You said a treadmill, bro. I was like, I was gonna judge you. No, no treadmill. All right. <laughs> so you you have a tracker on your phone, and and you're gonna walk the 27 miles. So, my fat ass judging him. <laughs> <laughs> so so we're gonna we're gonna do it um uh, on Saturday, um and so so yeah so like. So our this Saturday, yeah, this Saturday coming. Can, up. can you like donate to this cause or is, is um, I don't know if you <clears> donate <throat> to the cause. I don't. I, I mean, you're doing. You're I'm doing sure the there's recognition. some organization. Yeah, yeah, there's some organization that does. Uh, okay. We, I, I paid. You know, like, like not not only did I am I gonna do it, but I paid sixty five bucks to do it. <laughs> to do it, <laughs> Jesus like, Christ, it, man. you know. Like hey, hey, Mario Tanque is over here going. I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going fishing Saturday. <laughs> I'm, I'm, gonna go fi- hey, I'm gonna go fishing on the beach on Saturday okay, too. Local fishing, fishing this Saturday. Nonsense, bro. Fishing. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be thinking about him walking yeah. while we're fishing. Yeah, think, think about me. Yeah, walking. fuck that. Um, you know when I'm done catching perches and shit on the beach, yeah. fucking, I'll send you a text message, asshole. <laughs> so yeah, so um, we're gonna we're gonna me and a couple guys are gonna do it from um, and and so 
uh, I've, I've been training for it. And then Tim like asked me, like, what are you doing? And I said, oh, I'm getting ready for this thing. He's like, oh, come on Thursday. And I'll, you know, let you use my normal tech things and I'll help you out. And he's really knowledgeable in terms of uh, getting your. Tim's your, a trainer. Yeah, he's a trainer. So he's a trainer. Yeah. So he helps <laughs> you out. He, he helped me out. Um, I'm getting like the circulation really good in my legs so that I, cause last time I did, I did the, the 12 mile ruck in less than three hours. I, I cramped up really bad. So, um, and that one I was literally like jogging for 12 miles with Jesus. a 40 pound ruck. You have, to, you have to do it in less than three hours. It's hard. Jogging it's with 40 pounds for five miles is it, ridiculous. It's, it's, hard. It's, hard. it's hard. Yeah. It's so, it's a, so, and then being at 45 years old, it's, it's kind of like a little bit harder. Nah. All right. Yeah. All right. You're, I, he wanted to throw that in there yeah. because it sounds better. <laughs> That's like throwing hey, sal y pimienta. Hey, hey, your brother's not going to let you get away with that I one. Would, no, <laughs> only because, only because, and there's a few people that will know this, yeah. but there's first sergeants all over the military yep. that they're are like in, in their, their 60s, fif- their 50s and 60s, 50s and 60s. And they'll smash that shit. And they're fucking they're animals, just huh? animals. Yeah. Yep. All right, they'll so stop being that. a bitch, Robert. I know. All right, I'm so I'm, hey, I'm trying to get a little more credit here. <laughs> you know what I mean? shit. Hey, yeah. it sounds good to those who don't hey, know. Yeah. You know what's crazy? There's way too much shorty. So right now, there's some feminist, someone's going to listen to this podcast and fucking lose it. Yeah. She's going, ah! You know, she can lose his shit over but, this. But like the so word manimal? There's, there's, there's too much testosterone <laughs> going down here, bro. Yeah. So, so yeah, so we're doing the Bataan Death March on Saturday. And so Tim helped me out. And, you know, like that's how that gym is. Like everybody's in there trying to help each other perform better, help do things. You know, you bounce ideas off each other. Said, hey, I, you know, I learned a, learned about this or whatever, this and that. And then you talk about it. And so it's a, it's a cool spot, you know. Look at the knowledge that Robert got there. Like, like Mario, like Mario, I was only benching 225, right? Yeah. I was doing 225, and that was like my max. Yeah. yeah he could rep it out. You know, I, I was doing a few times, right? But not not a lot, right? I was 225. In one year, I think we worked out for what, three months? Yeah. We worked out together for three months. After that... The rest of that year, I hit 405. Jesus In one Christ. year. Really? From 225. I could get that then. From, yeah, yeah, absolutely you it's can. It's just about learning it's, how to do it's, things correctly. You got to be smart. You can't You can't just go in there fucking pump iron or heavy all the time. I see guys. There's a couple of guys in our gym that go heavy all the time. But they just plateau. They, they don't move up. Right. Yeah, you know, I, you, I never hit a plateau. So it's always, you, you got to... Uh, be Ch- smart about your training. You know, you got your heavy days and your your dynamic days, your rep days, your rest days, your deloads, stretching, uh, stretching. One guy oh, that, that I I always ask is uh, Bruce. Yeah, Bruce. Bruce Mendoza. I, I talked about him on our last po- podcast. Bruce Mendoza. He, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't know shit. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I got introduced to powerlifting by Robert, and then I asked um, Bruce for info. You know how to because I didn't know. You know. What he does is the conjugate, you know, from Westside Barbell. Yeah. And um, it, it even just not just the bench, but it's it's a lot of little muscles that, that you got to work out, not just bench press. And there's a lot of little stuff. Every little thing, yeah. <coughs> so yeah. Westside Barbell, for those of you know, for those of you who don't know, it's, it's pretty much the strongest gym in America. Huh? Yeah. Some, some will argue it's not, and there's people that don't like him. Louis Simmons. Louis, Louis Simmons is the guy who runs it, and he's this old, crusty old guy. Looks like Yoda. But he freaking he that guy knows his shit, and he's produced like these 
animal strong where is it where is it physically located it's physically in columbus columbus ohio, ohio. columbus ohio yeah <clears throat> and it's not and you can't just go to that gym you can't show up and you go can't to just that show gym. up there and go no there. you, you, have, to you have to get invited and so like for instance tank and i would not get invited to go to that gym we're trying we're, we're just fanboys really? fucking monsters yeah there, we're just fan- are, by the way these guys are fucking animals Nick. we're just we're just fanboys and and so we're fanboys of the of the west side barbell what about dirt can dirt go dirt go dirt can't go either it's those dudes there are crazy though yeah, like, yeah, they're they, mad strong though. Yeah, there's a there's a uh, uh, documentary called West Side versus the World. It's pretty interesting. And Gotta you watch it. I'm from the yeah. East Side, puto. Fuck the. So that, then that's the thing is, <laughs> it's, and it's funny because when I first saw that, I was like West Side, <clears throat> and when I first learned how to do powerlifting, it was on a gym at the West Side in uh, in Santa Barbara, and it was in basically it was a closet, and and it was like a like a closet, and there was a squat rack, a bench, and a deadlift platform. And that's it. And then that's a bunch it. of fucking dumbbells all over the floor. And I was lifting there with this guy, Ryan, with Bruce, and then with this other guy, Thad. And Thad is fucking, is huge. Fucking ogre of a man. His, na- his name's huge. Name is Thad. That's a that bad. Thad Coleman? Yeah. Coleman? Yeah. Thad is a fucking crazy That's a strong name. That's a strong name. He was, he was, <laughs> fucking, he was on the side of a fucking protein so packet. He, he, we would have, it would, it, would <laughs> take, it would take all three of us <clears throat> to spot him when he would squat. Jesus Christ. He would, he would squat so much weight that the, the, Blood would squirt through the pores of his back. What like, the fuck? Like a thousand pounds. Yeah, fucking huge. Fucking huge. Man. Huge. Strong. Yeah, he was. He nicest was just, guy ever. Nicest guy. Super in the world. nice guy. He used to be. Yeah. A, he used to dance ballet. When he was in high school. Jesus. And God. now, and it, think about somebody that big, that strong, and mad. Yeah, that's you you mean. wouldn't even be able to walk down the street I, because I would, I would have to stab you, him. You would terrify somebody. I yeah. would have to stab him. Super nicest guy in the so world. Awesome like, dude. What are you gonna do with somebody like that? Yeah. I'm gonna stab him. Yeah. So most big, <laughs> like, most like, big guys are gonna be nice, not because they have to be nice, but because they don't want everybody to fear them. Yeah, that's, that's, that's one true. thing about a lot of people to think that just because you're a big, strong dude, you're an asshole. No, you, you guys sit at my table. You guys are some of the nicest guys I know in my life. You know, of all the powerlifter guys I've known, you know, they're all elite nice. guys. Everybody's super nice. Yeah, yeah. So, and, so and yeah. nobody hates on each other. They like, don't. Like Robert was saying, like in our gym, our gym gets loud. Like we crank up the music, ah, chocolate, ah, chocolate yeah. everybody's ah. yelling, and everybody's slapping <clears> each other in the back <throat> yeah. or whatever. And it's not like the like the hey, yelling that you hear at the gym. Like you can't the, do that at Planet Fitness, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> so it's not like that. It's not like that 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 type of yelling. It's more like a like, like a let's good, go. Yeah, let's go! Come on, bitch! Pick that shit up. You know what I mean? It's yeah. more of that stuff. But what I'm saying is, like in Planet Fitness, you oh, can't yeah. even oh, run. So we're like, there's the like, there's, there's like alarm bells that go off if you yeah, crack the alarm. Yeah. So what is so, that real? Yes, that's a real, that's a real thing. Though. That's a real thing. Yes, because oh they don't want, because they don't want to be triggered in the gym. What? Oh my god! What am I hearing right now? No, it's a real thing, dude. And it's 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 like. Women have created a gym where they don't want men to go to because they don't want to feel subjugated for whatever reason. I mean, maybe you shouldn't dress half naked if you're going to go to work out. If you don't want guys, to but no, but that's up. fine. They, remember but, they had curves in Santa hey, Barbara. Hey, like, no, settle down. Let them let them dress half naked. Okay, well, fuck, <laughs> I, I, I want to see them too. I, I'm just saying that like, if you go to a gym and you want to work out with some real people, like if there's men working out there, they're going to fucking work out. You're going to throw some shit around. You're gonna be like ah, you know, you're going to pump some shit. You're going to. Like whatever, but like 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 the the the, the plant fitness stuff is weird. Yeah, it's that, extremely that, weird. That like, doesn't make sense. There literally are alarms if there's a decibel that gets too loud. And then they, they give you that pizza. go off. They give you pizza. They have pizza. And they give yeah. you yeah, on your way out. They give you pizza. Guys. 
Yeah. Damn it. So when I get like is on Sunday or Saturday mornings, fuckers bring donuts. Yeah, I bring donuts the, <laughs> to the door gym. It's weird, gym. man. So I, I I don't understand that aspect of yeah. the of that gym. I don't yeah. get it. I make fun of it, and I will continue to make fun of it. Like, dude, when I'm working out, like I'm not there yet. I'll I'll get back there, right? I'm gonna fucking Joe Rogan. I'm gonna fucking put all the Mexicans fucking supplements in me pretty soon. I'm gonna beans. That's all you need. I'm gonna get serious about it, right? When I get there, like, don't tell me I can't fucking grunt when I'm bench pressing 315 pounds. Like, I need to be able to get it out of me. You know what I mean? Like, that's silly. Like, the fact that that is a thing that is uh, uh, violates your safety is so stupid. No, not in our gym. Yeah, no, I don't even know where that came from or where that started from. Well, there's gyms now that have that, and that's kind of fitness is one of those. That's ridiculous. I don't know. I don't know if there's any other powerlifting strongman gyms in Santa Barbara other than, than Fisher's. Right. Yeah. That. I mean, because we have uh, the thing about our gym is that we have a lot of equipment. That, that that specialized, specialized equipment. And powerlifting. Yeah. yeah. So, Cambered bars, double Yeah, bars. it's not just a straight bar. We have all kinds of different, different. squat bars. And well, this one, I see when we all kinds of weight and all this shit. Sleds. Like, Jesus Christ, this animal. Sleds, bands, chains, kettlebells. Even uh, even for the smaller guys, I mean, there's guys at the gym that want to get stronger. Yeah, right. Um, like I'm helping this one guy right now, um, uh, Chris, and he um, he hit me up saying that he wanted to get strong because he sees Matthew or even Victoria, and, and you know, he, you know, he picked my brain. So I do his program. She's probably stronger than him. She is. <laughs> I don't He's not do a yes. I, uh, my his daughter. By the way, <laughs> man, Tank's bitch. daughter. Tank's daughter is like mini Tank. She's badass, man. Legit. So she, she's learning. Well, anyways, yeah. Chris asked me, you know, for you know some some if I can help him out. Yeah. So he's skinny and he's a small guy. And I told him you just got to eat a little bit more. You know, put some more meat in your body. Yeah. And <clears throat> so I do his programming. So he sends me videos and he's actually getting stronger. Yeah. You know, and he asked me the other day, said, "What do you think when you're doing my workouts? Well, how weak you are." <laughs> <laughs> you know? Hey, but see, that's how you talk to a man. Yeah. If you and want to raise a man, that's how you talk to a man. Che- well, yeah. check it hey. out. When when I was lifting, I always thought if I couldn't do it, I failed. Right. You have it to fail. Yeah, it wasn't until like these guys that do what they do that realize that failing tells you where you're at. Yeah, hundred percent. You have to yeah. fail, or else you're not gonna know where you're at. Yeah. That, that's that's and that's fa- how you and, know your gut check. That's a good and failure still check. work. Yes, failure well, still work. Check. Like you know, you go and you lift, you pick up. 500 pounds off the off the rack and you're going to go like oh shit you know and you, and you you start lowering it and you fail at it you still carry that yeah. for for a move yes. you still moved it yes, yeah, yes so failures do work like look at me okay <laughs> getting, you know like getting pretty good yeah get on the mic Neil. sorry we got maximo over here we could put him on the mic how do, how do failures work it's so awkward I say something and I have to repeat it. And I know. It makes everything unfunny. You gotta get on the mic because people can't hear you. You gotta get on the mic. Yeah. But so. um, but 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 yes, absolutely, man. It's the 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 people don't understand that. Like you have to push yourself to a point where you almost want to die, where you want to puke, where you don't feel good. Well, you find well, your sticking point. Yes. Yeah. So where wherever you stuck, that's what you want to beat. Right. So it doesn't matter if you get the full rep the next time, God. as long as you beat where you were at hey, the last time. I gotta say something, man. Stop making me feel like a bitch because I've been in a bitch for the last <laughs> two years. 
Fuck. I, I just started lifting again, guys, to be honest. And no joke. It was amazing. Like I started, I, I, started, I started pumping iron again, and I was like, "Ooh, I had I did have a really bad injury for a while that prevented me from lifting." And I look back now and I think it did prevent me. I could have lifted. I could have lifted through that and just lowered the weight. Well, yeah. no, not no. I couldn't because even at a low weight, my my it was bad. But looking back now, I just worked through it. I just somebody told me, "Hey, work through it." Yeah. And I was like, "Okay, I'll work through it." And now I'm working through it. And I'm like, "This shit feels fucking good." I posted a picture earlier. I'm laying in bed. I'm like, oh, my shoulders are coming back. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my shoulders are coming back. Sometimes hey. you just gotta talk to somebody that has, has a bit more knowledge of, sure, you know, lifting oh, or, or whatever. Yeah. Just, or just, you know, when, like we we talked to Bruce and uh, Bruce will tell us like, hey, you're doing this wrong, or maybe you're doing too much, or, or maybe you need to scale it back. Also, putting your ego in check. Ego, you know, big time. Um, yeah, that that was originally. So I had. Gone to like a certain strength level. That's so important during during um, you know lifting weights through high school and football and stuff like that. And then and so I'd gone to a certain point, and then someone when someone pointed out like, "Hey, you're doing that wrong," right? And like, "What do you mean <coughs> I'm doing it wrong? I'm benching over 300 pounds." Yeah, but you're doing it wrong. You're gonna hurt yourself. Luckily, the the person that told me that I knew that like like they knew their shit. Right. So if it would have been Joe Schmo that would have told me someone that didn't know, I would have been like, "Yeah, whatever, fuck off," you know. But because that person said it, I was like, all right, well, teach me. Show me how to do it correctly. Right. They showed me how to do it correctly. And then, and then, and then Bruce came along and then refined that. And then now it's like, you know, that, that guy, you know, definitely left a big impact on, on how I view not just weightlifting, but everything. There's, there's you know, there's ways to do things, um, you know, and, and there's, there's things that are feasible and there's things that aren't feasible. You know, there's, you know, <clears throat> and then a lot of, sometimes it, you just got to hear the, the sad truth. So with him, he's just not strong enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, hey bro, so Bruce, it's never going to happen. Yeah. No, 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 he, didn't, he don't, he won't, he won't say it never going to happen. He'll just say, he'll put it, he'll shrug his shoulders and put his arms out. He's like, guess you're just not strong enough. Yeah. And, but that right there tells Saying you that's not going to happen. No, <laughs> it's telling you like. You need, fucking, work you need to work at it. Oh, okay. He's trying you know. to motivate. Yeah, he's motivating okay. you, but it pisses he's you off. He's very smart. Okay, he can yeah. he can just watch you lift, and kind of pick up. Okay, you need to work on this. You need to work on that. Yeah, like so. We'll give you like the bench press for instance, and you're like, oh man, I got it halfway, and then all of a sudden it just collapsed on me. He'll be like, all right. He says you need to work on your lats. You need to work on your triceps. That's it. He knows. He knows. Yeah, he knows whole, exactly yeah, what the I'm mechanics of it. A lot of, of guys it. when they're benching, like I don't know, you know, he's the one that Bruce taught me, is. Uh, Bench press is a chest exercise, and it's actually a back exercise. It's it's a it's a compound tricep. exercise. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a, definitely back, shoulders, and back chest. And tricep, yeah. triceps, and triceps. Yeah, triceps, it's triceps and back. Yeah. yeah, I mean your chest fills it, of yeah. course, because that's yeah. where the weight's coming. But your triceps and your back and your delt. I, I feel everywhere, man. If you you know like you, well, the the minute I learned how to do it correctly, my <clears> whole body was sore. Yeah, if, after if your body ain't fucking hurting, your whole fucking body's not sore. You're not benching right. See, I'm not benching. Yeah, like all of this right here is here in my back and the, for some reason right here. Your legs. Your my legs. legs all yeah. pain yep. Ma Maximo, get on the mic, Maximo. So yeah, it, it's a... Um, Maximo, just, <laughs> are you not entertained? Well, all right. it, it, sometimes it's hard to hear things like, like Mario said from, you know, hearing things from your dad is different from hearing some, hearing the same thing Oh, from yeah. somebody else. I need you to train my kid because my kid doesn't listen to me for so, shit. 
That's why I told Robert. I, I, I need one of you guys yeah. to help my kid lift because he doesn't listen to me for shit, man. That that's why like yeah. Robert will tell Max stuff, and he's just he's just not he's right. not taking it in. I right. listen to some of it, but the thing is like it's different. Like if I were to hear the same thing from my grandma, it's a different story. It's from my grandma, and it's like I'll listen to like fifty percent of what he says, and I'm like, he tell me stuff all the time. Yeah, but you know what I mean, and I try to like, and it sucks so much because he's like, "Oh, you're not listening to me. All right then, all right then, be a piece of shit. That's all right." <laughs> so <And then laughs> I, I don't allow him to just say that, right? So to me, I won't just say, "Oh, all right then, just go ahead and be a piece of shit." That's not an right. option, right? So I will sit there with him until he does it right, or until he does. Something to where I'm like, okay, he worked out enough. Right. But I don't care about his feelings. So for him to make me feel like I've seen enough from him, it's going to be a lot more than from his daddy. Right. No, that's true, man. So I want to shift focus a little bit from working out to some stories we have. I want to cover one story that uh, Alex and I have. <laughs> <laughs> which one? Yeah, which one? Which one of the which thousands? one? Let's see. So there was a day where we were gonna go celebrate my brother's bachelor party, and I was the best man. Yes. By the way, here's some crazy shit before we even start the story. I don't know. You guys don't know this yet. Um, my brother's wedding on his wedding day. Him and I got in a fist fight. Oh, I knew that. You told me about that. <laughs> yeah, you, you told me about that. Wait, I was a, I was the best man, and the best man in the groom got in a fight. Wait, a, wait a minute. You gotta go back a little bit. You can't just start out with that. Okay, well, I'm just gonna put that out. You there. guys have been fighting forever, forever since <laughs> since you were born. Since I was born, he said Raleigh me. probably punched you. When oh, he, he fucking hated me know? since I was born. I love him though, you know, but. It's a, a love hate relationship. It's that's like, that's right. Do you remember pulling me off of him in the Calypso parking lot? Yes. <laughs> you, it, I think oh it was God, probably dude. one of the, it wasn't the first time because the confidence you had to go fight him. <laughs> I, knew, I knew that wasn't the first time you probably got over on him. <laughs> but you're going to make him mad now. Stop. No, no, no. All right. Look, but it was funny though because all my friends are pointing out they were laughing <laughs> as we we're throwing blows and they're pointing us off of each other, these assholes in the back of Santa Barbara Calypso parking lot back yeah, in the day. Yeah, you're fucking assholes, man. But I, uh, I had to hold you back because <laughs> you were like, <laughs> I was being an animal, but it's because that's a whole other story. But a Marine that I fought, and every time I ran to that guy, he went to high school with him, uh-huh. and every time I ran to that fucking Marine, he wanted I because I beat him once. He would not give up on fighting me. So every time I ran into him, I'd have to fight him again and again and again and again. And that was one of those times. And my brother got mad at me because he thought I was starting shit for no reason. Like, that motherfucker wants to fight me every time. When I see him, it's on site. What do you mean? You know? And my brother got mad at me. Yeah. So he got mad at me because that guy walked in the club. And he was brood, too. Your brother was brood. He was brood. Well, I was brood. We were all brood. It was a Sunday afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) You know? But but he was mad at me because he thought I was starting shit. I'm like, no, I have to fight this guy every time I fucking see him. What do you mean? You know? Like, this guy wants to fight me every time I see him. And this was a big-ass white guy, too, by the way. Like it, he was like six foot tall. He wasn't the only one. There, yeah. Javi had a long list of fools that just wanted to fight <laughs> him. Yeah. Because yeah. hey, fools were fucking, 
they just didn't like that I had attention. You know what I mean? Let's be honest. You know, it was it was a real time. But so 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 my brother is getting married right now. I'm the best man, and so yeah. he's now living in San Diego. He has his family out there. And uh, we're like, hey, so we're going to go down there. And, you know, he, at the time, he didn't have that many guys from Santa Barbara like that wanted to go down there for whatever reason. But we're like, hey, I'm going to take me, you, my friend Jacob, my best friend Manny. And Molly. And Molly. Well, Molly was already there. Jacob yeah. and Molly were there. So Jacob and Molly were in yeah, so, so, so So me and Alex and Manny were like, hey, fucking, we're going to have Semecula. We're going to throw this fucking bachelor party for Raleigh. It's on and cracking. We start out we're here. We're going to give it. Do you remember? Yeah, we're gonna give it. That was our word. We're gonna give it. We give it. You know what I mean? And so, do you remember we start? Do you remember we started out at uh, some restaurant? Red Robin, motherfucker. Red Robin, yeah. <laughs> so some we, restaurant. Well, I was all brewed. So we go to Red Robin, right? It's me, him, and Manny, and it's like seriously, like eleven o'clock in the morning, and we're like, hey, we gotta find our way down to Temecula <laughs> this weekend, to because we were gonna go to Temecula to pick up my friend Jacob, my best friend, and his and his girl, and then go down to San Diego to my brother's house. And throw a bachelor party. So we go to Red Robin. We're pounding freaking... Uh, Big ass drinks. No, no, no. They were Long Island nice teas. Yeah, but they're huge. Yeah, they, they were, were huge. They were like... Yeah. In like... You know those beer things? But they yeah. were Long Island's that big. We're just dropping <laughs> Long Island's, right? And it's midday, right? And we're like... Me and Manny is going to get to... We're like... Damn, bro. We haven't even left Ventura County. You know? <laughs> like, this is, this is some crazy shit, right? It's midday. I'm like, yeah, you know what? We should go. So we leave, right? This is like probably like, honestly, like each of us had like three or four Long Islands. We're deep. We're in, it's not a good situation, right? I'm driving. I had a, a Chevy. Uh, 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 what am I looking for? Chevy fucking truck back then. And so we're driving down and we get to Temecula and we meet Jacob and his girlfriend right at the time. And we're like, hey, um, let's go have dinner. We're hungry. We just ate and drank for like three hours, right? <laughs> like, we got to eat, though. Like, all right, let's go. So we go to BJ's. Back then, BJ's was a new restaurant. It was like the brew house of now or the yard house of now, right? It was like a new restaurant. I don't know. Yard house is kind of old. But whatever. It was a newer thing, right? It was like the cheesecake for Mexicans back then in that area. I don't know. Cheesecake factory. I don't know. Whatever. It was a new restaurant back then. So we go to the cheese, we go to the um, the the BJ's restaurant and we're having dinner or whatever. There's a picture of me and Manny. My head's on the table. I'm asleep. Him and Jacob are like this. I'm in the middle, laying down, asleep. And we both look back at the camera and and you're you're actually in the picture too. You're in the background, and we're all just tired. And I'm like, time people are like man, let's get out of here. Let's go home. Because our point was we're going to go back to Jacob's house and Moyne's house that night, stay the night there, and then go to the bachelor party to throw it the next day. So we're like, oh, you know what? Fuck it. Let's get out of here. I drove there for whatever reason. I don't know why. I'm stupid. Right? I'm dumb. I was a dumb kid. I was, I don't know, 27 years old. Maybe 26. We can you stop over there with your fucking <laughs> snacks? Jesus Christ, Robert! I gotta eat. There's one. There's one outside too over there too. Where you can choose whichever you want. That one's gonna be on mic though, so you should go outside. Yeah. <laughs> um. So so we drive down to Temecula. We get there. We pick up Jacob and Moni, and then we go to the BJ's. Right, we're having drinks, whatever. We're all fucking blasted. And we're like, hey, let's go home. You know what? I'm tired. 
Alex is like, yeah, I'm tired too. Man's like, yeah, I'm tired too. Jacob's like, okay, cool. So then Jacob jumps in the front of my truck with his girlfriend in the middle. So there's me driving. She's in the middle pass in the middle of the passenger seat. He's in the passenger. Alex and Manny are in the back of the truck. I'm sitting behind Javi. He's sitting behind me. So we drive on the freeway, right? This is like the two. I think it was, it was a two ten. What's that freeway? I don't know, fucking whatever, desert freeway. So we're driving, right? And all of a sudden, I look in my rearview mirror. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I'm looking in my rearview mirror, and I see a light coming closer and closer and closer, but fast, though. Like, like, like it's going to hit me. I'm like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. So I brake check it, like, hard. I brake. I hit the brakes hard just to fucking let him know, get out of the way, because he's not paying attention. Yeah. Or if he, And I'm in the slow lane. He was coming in fast. And he comes in. He pills out. You can hear it from the truck. And then he comes around us and he starts barking orders at us. And I look at him. I'm like, you fucking piece of shit. You almost killed me on this fucking freeway. Not not only that, he pulled up alongside of us right (laughs) after that. Revved his engine like he wanted yeah. a race. He wanted. It, well, he, he also wanted, like, he, wanted to race and yeah. fight. Like he was angry. He thought he was mad at us. Yeah, but he he wanted to race. And then Javi's all, "I don't want to race this fool." What yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm giving a fucking Chevy truck. Like, what do you what do you what do you want to race? And he's in a Camaro, by the way, like like a new Camaro, right? And so then he pulls up and he starts to like. So he's in the fast lane now. We're in the slow lane, right? Now he starts to veer into my vehicle, like. He ran over, us off the road over and over again, very into my vehicle where I started to feel threatened. And at that point I looked at Jacob, I looked at Manny, I looked at Alex and I was like, it's on. Fuck this guy. You know what I mean? I'm going to pull over. I'm going to fucking get this guy off the freeway. And I'm going to fuck him up. And so the third time he pulled into my vehicle, I happened because when we left my house that the day, mug. I happened to pull, it wasn't a mug. It was, it was a typical glass cup <laughs> that you would drink water out of in your household. But I took that with me because I was like, I'm going to need water. These motherfuckers, like, I need water. We're going to have a long day, right? So I grabbed that cup because he got so close that when I put my hand out, I can grab his car. He was that close veering into me. So I grabbed that cup and I fucking threw it in him. Boom. And it, it, it went in his car and it bounced out the other window, his window. And at that point, he pulled behind us. And then he started to track us like he was a cop. I was like, all right, cool. So I remember I looked at I remember I looked at Jacob I looked at Manny I looked at you I said hey guys I said I don't know what's up with this fool but it's not normal yeah this is not a normal thing Manny said Manny said he either has a gun mm-hmm. he either has a gun or or he's crazy right because he wouldn't go up to a truck full of you know dudes, dudes. he could see us in, in the, when we were driving uh, and yeah. that's why I was you know. He was like, just keep going. Right. But it was Jay who said, fuck that. Pull over. I'm going to fuck this fool yeah, up. Yeah. And so, so, and I said, you know what? I'm going to fuck him up too. So then I, we pull over, right? We get off the field right away. We pull into a McDonald's and we pull parking into, lot. We pull into like a Vaughn's McDonald's parking lot. And I pull into the parking lot. And me and Jacob both jump out of the truck. Jacob just out of the passenger seat. I jump out of the driver's seat. And Jacob goes... Fuck you, fuck you, fucking. He immediately comes out of his car and pulls, draws a gun on us. Get down, get down, get down. And Jacob was like, fuck you. He I'm kept not getting down. Towards him he's like, he's like, he's like, I'm not getting down. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Who are you? He, he's like, what are you going to do? Pull that trigger. I jump behind the car, behind the truck, right? Jacob was still walking towards still him. Still walking towards him. I jump behind the door. 
I'm like, Jacob, 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 Jacob. This is, by the way, the second time Jacob did that shit. Yeah. Remember in LA? The East LA. We'll talk about that yeah, next. Yeah, with the shotgun? Yes. Yeah. No, that was an AK. No, it was a shoddy. No, it was an AK. He, it was a shotgun. At QC's 2020, right that was no, an AK. Not at, Q, not at QC's. Oh, at King well, Taco. Key, okay, so at QC's 2020, that was an AK. So anyways, we should have died three times. <laughs> so so <laughs> we have a lot of stories. So, so this guy pulls a gun, right? I fucking Jacob finally goes, oh shit, he for something clicks in there, he runs back, he jumps into the bed of my truck. Next thing I know, within seconds, there's a fucking ghetto bird above us. Yeah. A ghetto bird. Across within minutes. Well, within minutes. I don't even know how it happened. I can tell you, across the street, I look over and there's a cop pumping gas in, in a, Is that what it at was? a gas station. He's pumping gas and his jaw just drops. Because all of a sudden, across the street at a McDonald's, there's... A guy in a black Camaro pulling out a gun on a truck. Yeah. So, so he, that's all he knows. So by the way, before all this happened, I try to take off. By the way, so before even before even the 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 the, the get gets there, I try to take off, but I couldn't get out of the drive through parking lot. My four by four was not going over that hill. I tried, <laughs> and then I parked it. So I was trying to get out of there. Like I was trying to evade, you know, like as much as I could. Yeah, but, get out of the situation. But here's the crazy part. So now you have Jacob in the bed of my truck, Manny and Alex in the back, Jacob's girlfriend in the front of my s- truck crying, ah, screaming. I'm like, Moni, Moni, stop, stop, Moni, stop, calm down. Next thing I know. I, like, I was the one who told you. I was like, because <clears throat> I, I looked over to the right and I saw Manny had like five red dots on the back of his head. Yes. And then I said, don't move. I said, I said, Javi, turn off the truck. <laughs> I said, don't move. Turn off the truck. Like, nobody move. That's how long ago I, it was. I said, we all have red dots on the back of our heads. That's how long ago it was because red dots were, like, lasers were a thing. You know what I mean? It wasn't like holographic sights, right? So. We all had little I turn off the truck and they start to walk us backwards, right? So they walk me up first, right? And, and they walk me back like some shit out of a movie. You walk back, put your hands behind your head. Actually, before, put your hands outside of the door, put your right hand outside of the door, drop the keys, all that shit. Like yeah, movie, right? Typical felony Typical stop. felony stop, yeah. And so I walk backwards. They put me in cuffs. They put me in the car. And I'm thinking to myself, and the only thing I think about is like, I'm drunk. I'm fucked. That's all I'm thinking about. Because I'm like, I didn't do anything wrong, you know? But I'm drunk and I'm f- so fucked for this. And then I start to witness what's going on. And then they pull Manny out, and then they pull you out, and they pull out Moni, and Moni is screaming, ah! But what they don't realize is the ghetto bird's above, and Jacob's still in the back of the truck. And then Jacob goes, all right, you got he me. Out. He, he jumps out. out of the fucking bed. And he goes, all right, you got me. And then, like, so we should have a movie, right? Like, yeah. they fucking, all you hear is, like, people locking and loading on him. And I'm like, I'm like, no. And I'm screaming in the car. Like, stop, stop, stop. You guys are going to kill somebody for no reason. Like, I'm screaming as hard as I can scream, dude. <laughs> and the cop looks at me and goes, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. And he's outside the car with a red dot on my friend's fucking head going, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. And I'm going, what is going on here? Yeah. So long story short is, this dude that was trying to race me and kind of fucking violently run us off the run road. us off the road was a border patrol agent, off duty, off duty. I'm fucking to be honest, super hammered. I should not have been driving. 
Yeah. First thing first, you know what I mean? Like, should not. I have been hammered since that day early in the morning drinking Long Island. Should not have been driving, 100%. Yeah. And the cop looks at me, he goes, he goes, is this really what it seems to be? And I was like, yes, that asshole tried to ram us off the road. He tried to fucking kill us. And so then he pulls a gun on us. The reason why they asked you that was because they, <clears throat> they had asked me. They had asked me. We forgot about that part. Yeah, right. right. So they had asked me, and I said, Oh, excuse me, Sergeant. Is it standard protocol for uh, one of your officers to, you know, pull out his firearm and and uh, in plain clothes and not say he's an officer? And he said, he said, no, it's not our standard procedure. But he's not an officer. Yeah, he's a border patrol agent. They said he was a federal agent. Is what they told me. Right. So the lieutenant was right there. The the border patrol lieutenant was there, and I asked him. So, is it your policy that he pulls out his weapon while he's off duty and in plain clothes and not explain who he is and or what he's doing? Uh, and then the lieutenant like whispers something to the sergeant and he says, "I think we're done here." Yeah. So, but what happened is the the so I'm in the car, right? That's when they I'm start screaming I'm, because when they were pulling money and Jacob when when Jacob jumped up. They were going to shoot that fool. Yeah. They were going to fucking well, dump on him. That, that was, was stupid, stupid of him. They were going to dump on him. But man, what else was he going to do, though? Yeah, well, he could have, like... Just lay there until they opened the truck? Like, fucking... He was... he Jacob was an animal, man. And so, like... The the the, the highest level there came to the car at that moment. And I said, you know what's crazy? Here's the thing. I started to believe it. breathing is a real thing. Just breathing. Yeah. Because I was like, I need to compose myself right now. Cause like some crazy shit just popped off, like there was guns at our heads. There was a ghetto bird out there. There's all kinds of crazy shit going on. Like I have to breathe to compose myself. And I realized that for the first time in my life, how important breathing was. And I started breathing deep, man, in the back of that car. Deep breaths, deep breaths. I'm like, hey, what's next? What's gonna happen is gonna happen. I didn't know what was gonna happen. And the cop opens the door and he goes, he goes. Who the fuck is that? And I said, that guy, I don't know who the fuck he is. That guy rammed our car, almost tried to ram us off the road. He tried to fucking kill us. And he pulls a gun on us. And now you guys are all here. And you almost killed my fucking friends. He said, where's the gun? Yes. Because he, he, he told, told, he told people that I had a that gun. We had that's a gun. right. That's right. That, so so I forgot about that part. So the that's, I, I, I'm fucking the story royally for the podcast. It would have been better. But, but, but no, the, he, that's what happened. The, 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 the guy who was a board patrol agent told the cops that I had a gun, that I pointed a gun at him so on the freeway. They were searching and the car. that's why they came because they thought I had a gun on me. So that's why they did the whole felony stop or it wouldn't have been a felony stop. And I was like, I was that you're right. And that's why I was screaming at the top of my lungs. I was like, stop, stop, stop. You're going to kill somebody. I remember telling the cops, stop, 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 stop. I was screaming at him when they were putting you out. Yeah. They're putting Manny out, j And all that cop did was tell me to shut the fuck up. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and, and that's, I that's standard procedure. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're in that position, you do the same thing, right? Yeah. But, but cause you don't know, right? Yeah. You don't know. You're trying to get to the, <clears> trying to yeah. figure it out. You're you know? trying to figure it out. Right. Yeah. So I, I understand that. But I was like, stop, stop, stop. And I'm screaming top of my lungs. I'm like, no, 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 we don't have a gun. And here's the thing. I fucking completely forgot this part of the story. While I was in that car, I can hear the radio in the car. And the radio says, suspect, driver, Mexican, brandished, brandished weapon towards somebody. 
That's what I heard in the car. And that's why I'm screaming at the cop. I'm screaming, screaming, screaming. It's like, no. <clears throat> I was like, no, no. We, and I'm screaming, we don't have a fucking gun. I'm in, my, I'm in the back handcuff. We don't have a fucking gun. We have no fucking gun. We have no. I'm screaming. The cop's like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I'm like, we have no fucking gun. I'm like screaming like I'm a fucking bitch, man. I swear to God. And, and I realized that when shit was said and done, when the cop came back to me, he's like, yeah, that guy shouldn't have done that. That's all he told me. And I, and, and I, I looked at him and I said, you almost killed my fucking friend, man. And he goes, he goes, he goes yeah, he shouldn't have done that. And you know what? He goes, he goes here's what I'm going to tell you. You shouldn't be driving either. But I'm going to tell you this. We're going to give you a ticket and you'll walk it off. It won't be a big deal. Basically, that's what he told me. Basically sweep it under the rug. Swear yeah. to God, that's what he told me. And I said, all right, cool. He goes, you go to court. You'll pay a fine for a hundred bucks. No big deal. We'll deal with it later. I ended up on fucking house arrest because of that. For like two months. Because of that. I went, when I went to court, me and Jacob went to court. That, that's Javi's hard time. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the pinta. <clears throat> no, but here's the thing. Here's the, here's the crazy thing. I went to court, right? And, 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 and uh, it was the Indian Empire, which is Riverside County. So when I went to court, I was like, oh, it's not a big deal, whatever. Like, fucking, just no big deal. Like, I just go pay a fine. When I went to go talk to the judge, they're like, hey, the judge is like, Javier Hernandez, Jacob Covarrubias, blah, blah, blah. He goes, Jacob, you got a, a, a disturbing the peace because you're trying to fight an official. And so Jacob goes, all right, cool. He goes, what is that? He goes, it's a $100 fine, whatever. You did your time. You went Because we had to go to jail that night, by the way. You go fucking, here's your jail time. You did your jail time, time served, money. He goes, Javier Hernandez. I go, what's up? He goes, you, sir, um, we're recommending that you find an attorney. And I was like, find an attorney? The cop told me this is not a big deal. He goes, <laughs> and the judge goes, sir, I'm telling you to find an attorney. And I was like, I don't understand why I got to find an attorney. This is not a big deal. He's on my friend just got away. The judge again goes, <laughs> Sir Hernandez, I'm telling you right now to seek counsel. I'm not going to tell you again. I'm like, what the fuck? Why? <laughs> so then I get a lawyer. The lawyer goes, oh, yeah. Well, this is kind of fucked because it's not just a ticket. Like, like there's a violation if you throw something in some of these cars, it's parked. But you throw in this car when it's moving, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. So that cop lied to you. And I was like, Fuck. And that's why I ended up getting like fucking a month or two months of house arrest for some. It was a month house arrest for dumb shit. Over the, over the cup? Over the cup. Over the cup. Over the cup. Because the the, but here's the thing. The only reason why I threw that at the cup of that vehicle is because he kept coming up to us closer and closer and closer to where it was dangerous. You we, know? we were off of the freeway. We, we were yeah. on the dirt in the middle yeah. of the freeway. The yeah, yeah. In the shoulder. And, and so I only, I, I did it to protect us. I, it wasn't like I was trying to be a, a knucklehead or whatever. I, I hadn't, I, I did not provoke that situation at all. Yeah, it, it was completely 100% that Border Patrol agent. 100% yeah. his fault. And I, I got fucked. Movie out of it. Dude, oh, it, it was it honestly, well, honestly, it was crazy to have a ghetto bird have laser dots on my best friend's so, heads. You know what I mean? Like, not just and that. I'm in the back of the car screaming, "Stop! Stop! Stop!" Like, you it had, was not that bad, you know? Like, you had all of Temecula PD, you had San Diego PD, you had Riverside, sheriff's departments, Riverside sheriffs, you had, dude, agencies from all over the place, including Border Patrol. Like, 
It was nuts. It was man. nuts, man. And, and it was fucked up, man. And I got really fucked over that. You know what I mean? I was like, dude, come on, man. This is insane. Like, yeah. like, like, I literally watched. I I remember, man, screaming, almost passed out. I was screaming so loud to the cop next to me. They, they dude, there's no guns in there. There's no guns in there. He was not listening to shit. Though. No, they they heard because the, the border patrol agent is what said we had a gun. Yeah, I so, feel completely so about that. Think about it like this. Imagine if you had a cell phone with a camera back then. Oh, we could yeah. make those cops feel stupid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, that, that's a difference now. You know, what I mean, the, yeah. the, you know, people like that can't get away with that shit. True, um, which is which is good. It's good. It's, and I and and uh, you know, working in law enforcement, the, the scrutiny is welcome. Yeah. You know, and because if you're doing the right thing, you're doing the right thing. If right. you're doing the what, wrong, what thing. I hate is when people are being when when law enforcement officers are being chastised for doing the right thing. I agree with that, man. Because there's plenty that do the right thing. I think more so than than than. Um, I agree with that. I would I would say like 99 percent of the of of the cops are 100%. good 100%. And, and and do good things. And you know, are, are there those that come in and they're shitbags? Yeah, and and they get treated 100%. like that that way within the agency. They you know, and should they be there? No, but unfortunately, you can't tell people no. You can't tell people yeah. no. You can't be a cop or no. no you can't. You're do right. This. You're right because so, that cop was a that cop that did that to me. That he wasn't a cop. He's FBI guy. He was not FBI. He was border patrol agent. Yeah. The cops I remember were telling me they were telling me like, "Hey, this piece of shit shouldn't have done that. Yeah, you didn't yeah. deserve this. Yeah, so, so, and, and he and they were telling me we're gonna let you off easy. We're gonna give you a ticket. You shouldn't be driving. They took me back to the. They took me and Jacob back. They arrested us basically. Yeah, and said. We're gonna give you a slap on the wrist. No big deal. It wasn't a slap on the wrist because they, yeah. they. I don't think they knew the, the the laws when they gave it to us. I think they were trying to give us the least thing they could find. Yeah. But shout, shout out to Molly. She jumped back in your truck and we drove off. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and she took so so Molly, my my friend Jacob's girlfriend at the time, Monica, drove Alex and her home. And me and Jacob went to jail. And Manny. And Manny. Yeah, and we went a, to jail. Me, Manny, and Molly drove off. Hey, you know what's fucked up? Is that when I walked into jail, I'm handcuffed. I look at Jacob. Jacob looks at me. He's like, not a... Because me and Jacob have been arrested a couple times in life. He looks at me. He goes, mad, right? And I, and, and I go, fuck, fool. I'm going to see you. He's like, stupid asshole. It's, it's the way he looked at me. You know? yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, fuck, bro. I don't know where I'm at. I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, at least I see a friend. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm like, fuck you. So we're like, literally like a movie. We're like the jail cell next to each other. I'm like, Jacob, are you okay? He's like, shut up, fucker. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. You know? Like, that was a, that was, that, that was an insane situation, man. Yeah. It yeah. really was. And, and I didn't do it any justice in this podcast, to be honest about how I described it. But yeah. that, was, but that was pretty good. Was, you get the point. Yeah. You get the point. And it, and, it, and it sucks that, that, that you have that story. Yeah. yeah. But, but the thing also, another thing to take into account. Is well, the good you, officer you, that spoke to me that, that told me, no, that's not our policy. Right. But he's not one of us. Right. Meaning ask the other guy. Right. But I also I also policy. believe that they, they they meant to help me out. They just didn't know how to. Yeah. So yeah. they get what they gave me was like, oh, it's a slap on the wrist. But what they didn't realize is when they looked at like the A and B points, if you get like a law, right? I'm gonna charge them with a law A B one two twenty five. There's A B C D. There's all these things in, the, in those laws yeah. where like what they do is they charge you with the yeah. maximum and uh, then the maximum so you can plead down to whatever yeah. they want. The, 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 so that what I got charged with. There was like three other versions of it, which is like for non-intent, 
or for intent and all this shit. And I got like the worst one on that charge. And it could have, and honestly, it could have been a felony, to be honest. Yeah. Because it could have been like if someone got hurt. Assault. Yeah. yeah. If someone got hurt on the road for me doing that, it could have been a felony. And that's really what they initially charged me with. And they dropped it down to that, to that, and that. And I was like, I remember telling the judge going, I remember sitting in front of the judge going, Your Honor, uh, but the higher patrolman told me that this is not a big deal. It's a fine. He goes, no, I'm going to tell you again. You need to get a lawyer. And I'm not going to tell you again. I asked like three times. I need to tell you. Because I was shocked. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was blown away. Jacob had just walked away with a $100 fine. <laughs> yeah, he walked away with a $100 fine. <laughs> well, all this shit would have been prevented. You yeah. know, if that guy would have been a dick, you know? Yeah, if that guy, that, but that guy was a dick. He was an yeah. absolute dick, man. I, I look back to that saying, man, what a piece of shit. So that's, so when it comes to people who are in military, law enforcement, that kind of stuff, that kind of guy should have been weeded out a long time ago. Yeah, but unfortunately you can't. They're it, there. They're, they're there. Yeah. Um, just like, you know, I remember like the first time I saw the the Derek Chauvin on George Floyd. Oh, without there? knowing anything, without knowing anything, yeah. I just saw, I saw it. When it, when it got put on Instagram right away. And then the first thought in my mind was, that's a bitch-ass cop. Because yeah. look at the size of his arms. You know? Because oh, I, he was a bitch-ass cop, right? Because, yeah. Because yeah, the, the size of his arms were like fucking Tooth small. Picks. Toothpicks. <laughs> so I said, this motherfucker has to be heavy-handed. He's a fucking asshole to make up for his lack of size. You know, that's, you know just, what? that's, just, right. that's just what I... That's, that was my first impression from just seeing it. You know, aside from the, the fact that he was kneeling on... You know, the obvious fact that he was kneeling on George Floyd's neck for a very long time, which the, I don't know a single cop that says that that was OK. Right. Right. I don't, I don't know a single one. Like not a single one said that was the, I would do that. More have people I, more people need to hear what you're saying. Yeah, have, have I ended up on people's necks? Yeah, I have. But right away, as soon as I gain control, I shift to a, a, a better position. Right. right. It, it, and it, it's not like intentional. It just it happens through the course of the fight or whatever the struggle. Um, but the thing is, is that, that, uh, I don't know. I don't know a single cop that says that that, that would he, want that, to do that. that would want to do that or that would think that was okay. And I don't know a single cop <clears throat> that would maintain that, that. Would once, maintain they, that. once they find themselves yeah. in right, that. Right, right, right. or, or allow your partner to he stay. He wasn't that. struggling anymore. Yeah. In other words, or, yeah. or most cops that I know, I would say about 90% of the cops that I know would have had George Floyd in the car. Yep. You know right. what I mean? Well, he, no, no, they had so that's that's just part they, of the no, problem. So, so they had, they him, had him in the car. car they they took brought him out because he was, he was complaining about he couldn't breathe. being claustrophobic and yeah, he, couldn't he couldn't breathe. breathe. Yeah. Now, now, but here's the thing too. It's something I I want to touch on because people and I'm going to take the heat for this. Yeah. People, if you want to fucking crucify me, it's okay. But let's be real here. The original toxicology report that came out from the original coroner report, with the coroner's not tied to the cost by any by any means. They do autopsy reports for everybody in that county. And the original coroner report came out and said, hey, he has enough fentanyl and meth and weed and other drugs in the system to kill him. That was the original report. We're not talking about that now. Now, I'm not saying that's what killed him. What, what I'm saying is that that's what the original report came out and said. The original autopsy had to do with his organs, his blood, and to determine how he died. And they said he didn't die from asphyxiation. He wasn't strangled. We think he overdosed. Now the family, hold on, because I'm, I'm I've been studying this case to the upteenth, and this is not in this is not to support cops or whatever else. But I've been studying this case to the upteenth. I've been watching every fucking day, and it's insane. Okay. Yeah. Now the family paid to have a secondary autopsy done on his body, 
which didn't include blood and didn't include his organs. And they didn't include the fact that his heart was really, really, he had extreme heart disease, right? He, he was, he was, a, he was, a, he was an ill man pretty much. And they didn't include that. But in that autopsy that the family paid for, so it's like me going to, it's like me getting in a car wreck and saying, I'm going to go to the insurance adjuster that I know and pay them to tell me about what happened in the car wreck. That's what they did. And the family paid. And then that came back and said he was strangled to death. And this is the thing that this, this is in, by the way, this is in the court case, right? This yeah. is what's came out publicly. Now, with that said, I don't care if he died. Let me rephrase that. I do care how he died, obviously, right? Yeah. I do care. But I want to know what caused his death. I want to know what it was. And I think, and all I of feel, the above. all the above, all the above. So the, the, that piece of shit putting his fucking knee on his neck was not necessary or needed. Not at That's all. a fucking dumb move. Yeah. He did it. He's, uh, to be honest, what I've been watching lately, he's going to go to jail, man. Yeah. He's going to go to jail. He should. And he, he, should. Should. he should. And he should. He should go to jail. Yeah. And I, haven't, I have not met a single cop in my life who has said that he shouldn't. He should go to jail. He fucked up. He, he he broke protocol. He did a lot of things that were horrible or whatever and, else. And at the le- at the level he was, he should have known better. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 it, it, he is going to go to jail for sure. I'm looking at now, when I first started watching this and they were going over the autopsy reports, I was like, oh, he might walk. He might walk. He might walk. But then I started to watch the more uh, professional people they brought in that were like doctors and scientists and how they did this thing. And they brought they brought a scientist in uh, today who was like, I don't know how much. See, that's the thing too, man, is like, did he, so here, here's what they have to prove, right? So they have three versions of murder. They have like murder three, murder two, and manslaughter pretty much. They have to prove that he woke up that day and wanted to kill him. Or when he was there, he wanted to kill him or that he accidentally killed him. Not accidentally, but he didn't mean to kill him, but he did. And I think what he's going to get is that. Because I don't think you can prove that he woke up someday and said, I want to go out there and kill George Floyd. Well, that's that's what I was, that's what I was yeah. going to go to before. I said, because I don't, nobody that I know says I go, I'm going into law enforcement to fuck people up. I'm, I don't, going, I'm, yes. going, in, I'm going into law enforcement to... To hurt people. No, it's the opposite, actually. I'm going to law enforcement because I want to help people. Mm-hmm, I right. want to protect people. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, there's times where you have to be heavy-handed. That's just the nature of the job, right? right. But at the same time, you're like a cop is a guardian, not a warrior. A warrior is is a soldier. Infantryman. Infantryman. He's a That's, wolf, he's not a, a sheep. He's a warrior, Okay. Do, do you need warrior skills to be a guardian? Absolutely. It's like and a sheep dog. Yeah. It's a sheep dog. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was yeah. looking for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So 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 do you need warrior skills to, to to successfully be a guardian? Yes, you do. But you know, you're not a warrior. That's that's there are two different hats. So right? that so he so if you look at that video, it's like he thinks he's a warrior. Yeah. He thinks he's And he's not a warrior. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so I think I, I think the overall consensus, if you look at it, that guy fucked up. Yeah. He killed somebody. Yeah, yeah. He, he absolutely killed somebody. I don't think any. I have not met a single person today that tells me, no matter if they're law enforcement or not, who says, ah, he didn't kill him. No, he killed him. Yeah. But I also think that we need to really start to consider 
the other things that were part of this story, which is sure he had enough fentanyl in him to kill a fucking horse. Well, you know, also like, too with that, people that use drugs are a lot yes. more tolerant to drugs. So what would kill you? Right, isn't going is, to kill them. That's true. See, I'm glad I'm hearing this from law enforcement people. So because this, I mean, this there was, is why I'm asking a, the question. There's a case. I'm not where, saying because I believe it. Sorry, I'm, yeah. I'm not saying because I believe. It. I'm saying because I want to draw us out of people. And you're absolutely right. He had been on opioids for a long time. His girlfriend came on the. So I watched the whole. I've been watching the case every day. Yeah. And his girlfriend came on and said, "Yeah, we've been abusing him for a long time. I was doing it with him, and all that stuff." And you're right. Absolutely right in saying that. And there's, that's one thing that people aren't talking about. There's that. a case where this officer searched a man <clears throat> and he had uh, fentanyl in his pocket. So when he goes to remove it, he came in contact with his skin. Um, the, the officer went home that night and, that, and went to sleep and didn't wake up. Uh, just from searching, just from coming skin contact with fentanyl. Well, that's just strong, bro. And so, strong, yeah, strong. so it's, it's, it's crazy stuff. And, and so that's a reality that people have to live with every day. Um, you know, and, and it's, uh, it's, it's, it's hard when you get chastised by everybody or everybody sees that you're, that you're, what you want to do is bad, but when you're actually trying to do good and, right. and, and then you get, you know, automatically chastised. It's the same thing with the soldiers, the same thing. You know, I don't know a single soldier that goes around and says, well, maybe I, I know a couple, <laughs> the, but most of them, they just want to serve their country. Right. They just want to make sure that the guy next to them is, is okay. You right. know what I mean? That's that's that basically that's what it is. I came yeah. back from on leave. I had just gone over there and ju with just enough time. So when you're, I was one of the newer guys in our brigade and in my platoon. So when you're the newer guy, you get the shit time. So when you want your break, like in the middle of your deployment, well, I got my break about three weeks in from my deployment. So I got there, saw enough of what I needed to see to realize that I was in a fucked up place. Right. And then they send me back home. Jesus Christ. Three so, weeks into it? Three weeks into it? Three weeks into what it. What a mind fuck, bro. Yeah. Oh, dude. And then I'm back home and I'm like thinking like, oh my God, I'm in a completely different world, right? I go to, uh, you know, go to talk to my recruiters because they're cool guys and uh, mm. and uh, Jesus Christ, tell man. them about, you know, where I'm at and wh what I'm doing right now. And uh, cool guys, they took me out to lunch. We ended up going Shout to, out to Sergeant Serrano and Sergeant Negron. Sergeant Serrano and Sergeant Negron. <laughs> yeah, they took me over to uh, to Costco. We got Costco pizza and I was I had just gotten there. So I was still in my uniform. And uh, some lady walked up and uh, she got her drink and she threw it on me. Oh, because you're in the military. Yeah, she called me a baby killer and and Jesus she Christ. threw her drink on me. What a fucking dummy, right? And I was like, all right, whatever, like no big deal. Like she didn't shoot me. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm not, dead, I'm not getting bitch. shot at, but it, it enraged uh, Sergeant Serrano he was like pissed off and I had to tell him hey relax like you know we fight so that they can do shit like this you know that's that, and, and I'm glad you said that that's why you guys fight right 
so that people can have a voice. Yeah, it's, yeah. Just, so it's just like when we were in the, the at the when we were in L.A. during the, the uprising or whatever it was, um, people were like, "Oh, what are you what are you here for?" I'm not, I'm just making sure that you guys are here to safely protest. Yeah. That's so you guys can protest. So you can do the most American thing and protest safely. I'm gonna make I make sure yeah. that everybody here is safe. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so and, <laughs> and it's not and it, and it's like. So, you know, I listen to Rage Against the Machine. I listen. I you know, I I we grew up to that. That yeah, was our shit. Yeah, when we were exactly. Up, so man. so you know, and I'm all for you know the conspiracy theories about the CIA killing JFK <laughs> and shit like that. Like, you know what I mean? I, I'm all I'm all about that. But at the same time, damn QAnon guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't whatever. be a QAnon like, for fun. If you're QAnon for, I'll stab so, you myself. So I swear to so, God, I'll stab you myself. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like you know, I, obviously like. You know, I think Chris Rock said it best. Is like America's like that uncle that molested you, but uh, paid your way through college. You know what I mean? So, uh, <laughs> so, so hey, let's end it on that. Yeah, man. let's end on that. So, America's like the uncle that molested you, but paid your way through college. So yeah, so in, in, in you know, like I, I said in the last one, like you know, I fucking love being an American. I love the opportunities. It's it's uh, I've had to be mm. in this country. I've been a lot of other fucked up places that you you're like. You come back here and you're just like appreciated even more because they don't have that stuff, right? You know, and then and then on top of that, I get to have experiences with you guys, you know, like this or the bouncing or the lifting weights what and all that stuff. What a great like country! Yeah, exactly. What would be able to do somewhere country? else? Remember I, this one. I love America. I and love I'm, America. And America loves And America loves me. <laughs> See, people, hey, Alex, I fucking love you, brother. People, hey, when I was young, I used to say that all hammered when I was like in my early 20s. Like, we go out, we party in, in the club, in the club, everybody quiet. Like, I love America. And America loves me. <laughs> that was my thing, man. Remember that shit? Yeah. I appreciate you, brother. Hey, guys, man, honestly, I, um, I appreciate you guys all coming here and spending your time to come on the fucking podcast. I swear to God, it's awesome. We could have done this for hours. Oh well, this, <laughs> this is this is version one. We're gonna we're gonna continue to go. They change. they only heard one fucking ghetto bread podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they have no idea. That's what you should call it, ghetto. ghetto yeah, bread they have no idea the amount of stories that fucking we have. You know what I mean? So, um, I appreciate you guys, man. At seven o'clock. Yeah, and it's now eleven. It's 1134. Yeah. yeah. So, hey, guys, appreciate you, man. We're going to end it here. Fucking, we'll release this on, uh, I don't know, next Monday. 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 We'll be released on Monday. Make sure you edit it. Bleep <laughs> 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 the names out. Honestly, the only edit shit we have to do is the very beginning, to be quite yeah. frank. So, other than that, love you guys, man. Thank you. Appreciate you guys, man. I appreciate you, Alex. I love the fuck out of you. You're my homie for many years. Like, you're a brother to me. Um, I appreciate all you've done for this country. I appreciate the fact that you keep me in line. I want to throw a shout out to Sal Huerta. Oh, and he's coming on the podcast next. Oh, well, dude. Why don't you come? We'll yeah, jump, no. you, you, okay. yeah, I'll jump in on that one. If, he, if he can get free again, we'll, uh, let's talk about it. He was, <laughs> he was, about, he was about to deploy. Yes. He was about to deploy before, I think it was before Manny had passed away. That's right. No, he, he deployed before Manny passed away. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was... When he was when he just found out that he was gonna deploy, yeah, we went out. We all went out to Madison's. Oh yeah, and I was like, "Man, if if I could go with you, I would go with you." And yeah. He goes, "He goes, nah, man, you don't want to go where I'm going." I said, "Dude, he went to Iraq. He was yeah. in Iraq." I said, "I shit you not. If I could go, 
I would go. And yeah. I was serious. Yeah. I wasn't kidding. But that that was part of like what hey, got me into going back. He, he's, so I, I of all the homies I grew up with, man, to be honest, back then, the people that I was dealing with, I have two left. It's you and him. Yeah. That's it. Because everyone else is, is uh, you've seen how things have gone with other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know that. Yeah. So, so to me, I have you two, and he's going to be on the podcast. Yeah, and call me up for that one. Okay, well, you should come up. Well, well he's going to come up. So he uh, was a Marine, Staff Sergeant, or actually a, is a Staff Sergeant? No, uh, he was a gunny. He was a gunny, gunny, gunny Sergeant. Gunnery Sergeant. Gunny Sergeant. And uh, he, uh, he's been on the podcast with us, too. And uh, or, yeah. Shout out to him because he was a drill instructor. Yes. Yeah. Those he's guys. He's so teaching Marines how to do Marines. Yeah. No, check it out. L- listen to what <clears throat> this means. And I mean, I get goosebumps because he is so, got goosebumps, goosebumps. By the way, so he does uh, being shit chicken skin. No, chicken well, skin. well, check it out. Listen, listen to what this means. <clears throat> he creates warriors. He creates marines. He breaks people down and builds them back up the way the Marine Corps wants them. Right. So he basically is putting the warrior that he wants next to him facts out in front of everybody else. He's a bad motherfucker. He man. basically has to put his stamp of approval saying, I don't mind this guy going to battle with me. True. With yeah. every person that goes or through with him. everyone that's going through his class. Yeah. Right. This is going to be your next, it's going to be your buddy next to you and you have to want to die with each other. And, it, and it's a, it's a pretty, uh, like, I think uh, we lost your mic for some reason. Hello, hello. Okay, there there is. Yeah. So the whole the whole process is is pretty. Uh, Plug it. Yeah, push that shut. Put that. There you go. The whole process is pretty um. Like like a standard in terms of what they do. Like they they, you know they they have to work really hard at breaking you down. I mean they they broke me down like nobody's business, and oh, then sure. they built me back up to to think that I was invincible. You yeah, know, that's there's okay. a lot of bad habits and <clears throat> strong wills yeah. just to get into the military and even more to be an infantry person like you are. You are I wouldn't say you're not right, but I would say more like you, you are a s- strong willed person. Yeah, like you have to really want it to get through it. Well, we're gonna have that podcast. Well, maybe we'll have you guys back on it for that one. But he's he's coming for sure. I think it's in two weeks. So if you could free it up two weeks from now, yeah, that's when we're gonna do it. So he's gonna come out here. Um, I love the fuck out of that man. Uh, all, like I said, of all my friends, um, either they're dead in prison or they just don't count anymore. And you <laughs> and him, and it, because they're fucked. Yeah, as I've been fucked over. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you or him are are two people I, I genuinely love respect and care about to this day so i appreciate you guys we're gonna end on this note you guys man thank you for listening um thank you thank you well thanks for having me man man fucking loved hearing your voice and having you here next to me man <laughs> with, with his whole you sexy voice right i got you i got chicken chorizo alex i love you man brother thank you so much i'm 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 Blessed to be in your presence yeah, still. No. <laughs> no, I am, man. Seriously, that that's not just for this podcast bullshit. This is real walkie-talkie. Robert, same thing, man. Fucking blessed to be here with you guys, man. Love you guys. We're gonna end it here. All right, man. Thanks. <laughs>